1: Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Casaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Communications. Batteries plus bulbs. Avon with Michelle Storm Stormcrow Contractors. Mossy Oak Properties. Law Office of Russ Wanagan. River Oak Christian Academy Kathy Rush Remax Realty Eddie Gaydale Society Joe Mockins Four Riley Automotive Southwest Dental Canterbury Hill Winery The Dugout Sports Cars Edward Jones Central Bank Farmers Insurance Animal Medical Center Downtown Chiropractic Clinic Jefferson Bank BE Renewed LLC Ponchero's, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway.
0: And a very pleasant, good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you from uh, historic Ernie Vivian Field, joined by my uh, partner this season, and Grayson Smith. And Grayson, you've had a few games off here, but uh, finally decided to come back to Missouri.
2: Yeah, it's. I've missed watching the Renegades play. I mean, it's been a good, good little off week, but I'm so glad to be watching baseball again. It's good to be here. It's beautiful weather out right now. The sun is shining, and I got to tell you. Don't ever let me not bring a hat to the ballgame again.
0: (laughs) This sun is right in my eyes, and I made a grave mistake. Well, the sun will go down in about uh, about an hour or so from now. It will be behind the uh, tree line down. First base is this uh, field. You don't look into it, but it definitely makes its presence known here. And uh, it's still a hot one, as uh, the uh, thermometer says, 92 degrees on it. And here, as we are just about uh, 10 minutes away from start time. However, uh, it feels more like 97, so it is a good night to uh, come to the ballpark and work on your tan and then uh, watch some good baseball as this will uh, be game six of the six-game homestead for the Renegades as they went five, sorry, a three and two over the five games as they uh, lost to the Sedalia Bombers in the first game of the homestead. Then went on to win the next three as they beat the Chillicothe Mudcats, the St. Joseph Mustangs, and the Sedalia Bombers. And then uh, they lost last night to the Chillicothe Mudcats. That was a 4-2 to two final in tonight's game here with the Joplin Outlaws here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. The first time these two teams have seen each other this season as uh, it will be game six of the six-game homestead. Then tomorrow we'll be down the road at Sedalia as uh, the Renegades will travel to take on the Bombers. And then we'll be right back here again on Tuesday night as the Outlaws make the trek back up here to uh, face the Renegades in two of the three games that we will see over the next three days. And then it's uh, Wednesday's a rain date, so we're hoping we don't have to uh, mess with the rain date as uh, we do have some rain that's coming in the forecast. You hear the uh, wind picking up a little bit, but do have some rain in the forecast as I think if we can get the game in in, uh, about 10 o'clock, as long as we're done by 10, then we should be... A-OK for the remainder of the uh, night, and we'll be able to get out of here and get home without uh, getting rained on. So I did bring the uh, trash bags just in case we would have to uh, cover up our equipment here in case the rain does decide to come a little early. But it is breezy, and it is uh, very breezy at times when blowing from left to right on your media center or your app however you're choosing well now that I say that now it's blowing from right to left so we've got some swirling winds here it may take the ball out it may keep it in now it's blowing almost directly in from the third baseline so it's going to be something that uh, both teams are going to have to deal with tonight as depending on when they bat and the direction of the wind it may carry it out it may keep it in so that's something we'll have to uh, keep an eye on here for both teams.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've said that before. We've seen crazy wind from in this, at this ballpark, but we say that, and we're like, oh, there's not going to be any home runs hit today, and I think the wind jinxed us that day. There were a couple home runs hit by the Renegades, so I'm hoping to see that again tonight, see this wind just make the ball travel out of the ballpark and give these Renegades their first meeting against the Outlaws, give, the, give them the W.
0: Well, tonight's game also big night as it's Mizzou night at the ballpark as uh seen uh, Truman the Tiger he's here he'll i believe be helping throughout the first pitch the alumni association is here as well they've got all kinds of good uh, goodies from Mizzou. but this uh, this game tonight of course it has some uh, implications on it is really it's going to be uh, who's going to be leading the Mink League in the South Division after tonight's game as currently the Joplin Outlaws sit atop the South Division at a uh, record of 8 and 6 Half game back from them are the Renegades at 7-6. A full game back are the Sedalia Bombers. They're at 6-6. Six and, six. and then uh, last place is the Nevada Griffins. there at 5-7. They're a full two games back here in this South Division. Two-game win streak being ridden by the Outlaws. and one-game losing streak for the Renegades. Two-game losing streak for the Bombers. And a three-game losing streak for the Griffins. As uh, we look through the South Division of the Mink League. For the North Division... Well, like it's been much of the season, it's not really a close race as the Clarinda A's are out front there with a record of 9-2. and two. Three games back from them, they are uh, riding a five-game win streak. Three games back from them are the are the St. Joseph Mustangs. They're at 6-5. and five. They're at three full games back with a one-game win streak. The Chillicothe Mudcats, they're 4-8. They are five-and-a-half games back in their North Division race. They're riding a one-game win streak after they beat the... Renegades last night, and then the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they're sitting at 4-9. and nine. They're a full six games back. Again, they're riding a two-game losing streak in their season. So lots of uh, action going on today in the Mink League. Let me refresh my screen, and I'll get it to you. As uh, the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they are hosting the uh, Sedalia Bombers in a doubleheader. That's a four o'clock first pitch and six thirty for Game Two first pitch. So they should be almost done with that first contest if they aren't already done now. The uh, Clarinda A's they're hosting the Griffins. They won Game One by a score of three to one, and uh, not sure if they. Uh, well, let me back up. They uh, they had the first game at five five o'clock, so that game may not may not be final yet, but. Uh, they post them, since they don't live score them, they just post them as they go. So they'll have a second game with uh, the Griffins at Clarenda. Of course, the Joplin Outlaws here at Jefferson City. The uh, Chillicothe Mudcats, they're hosting the uh, St. Joseph Mustangs. That game was an early start time, as they're already in the bottom of the eighth inning, and the Mustangs leading one to nothing in that game there. So lots of action here for the Mink League today. But most importantly, the Renegades need to show up and handle business today. And then that will get them inching ever closer to a South Division championship as if they can get the win, that would put them into the top position with the Outlaws, which would help out their cause because then we go to Sedalia and then turn right back around and face the Outlaws. So again, helping them even more in their case to be able to uh, try to make a run for a meekly South Division championship. See Truman the Tiger out, uh, meandered with the players. As we said, tonight's Mizzou night at the ballpark. and he's out there talking to players and getting some pictures done, and he will be part of the first pitch ceremony here as Wynn picks up again. Well, I got to say, I think it's the location of the flagpole, but... That definitely is not reflecting on which way the wind is blowing because it's not moving, but I'm getting a face full of wind right now looking down the first base line.
2: Yeah, it looks like everybody's hair is blowing. I,
0: I can't even see the flag right now. but Yeah, it is a little hard to see. Apparently one of the games they forgot to put the flag up and I never even noticed because it's hard to see down the third base line because uh, we have the poles in our way and then the netting there and didn't even realize they didn't have it up and they figured that out when they were having the national anthem done so they have got old glory out waving in the wind as we said this game six of the six game homestead leg Gasway here with you joined by grayson smith here on the show me sports network we've enjoyed bringing you games all season long and look to continue this season and for many many seasons to come has had a chance to visit with some of the board members before the uh, before the game, and here a little bit early, caught batting practice, watched uh, the Renegades take their batting practice and talked with the players and just a few other things, and talking to some of the board members, and they all said they appreciated listening to the broadcast this season and expressed the interest to uh, want to work for many, many seasons to come together, which is what I would like to do as well as... Mink League Baseball here in Jefferson City is a great way to spend your summer. As we said, the Renegades coming in unable to get out of the early deficit they had last night. They're riding the uh, one-game losing streak. So we'll introduce the Joplin Outlaws to you. They'll start at right field. Batting first, Caleb Fierstake. They will have shortstop batting second. That's Logan Klein. Batting third will be first baseman Jared Toller. Batting D.H. tonight. Batting fourth will be Sam Golden. Playing in left field. Batting fifth will be Ethan Ellis. Batting sixth will be third baseman Brett Weemers. Batting seventh will be second baseman Lawson Faria. Catching tonight, batting eighth will be Kalen Patashi. And playing center field will be Drake Anderton. And on the mound will be Christian DeJesus. For your Renegades, they sit at seven and six on the season, dropping out while they enter at eight and six. They'll start with second baseman. In Caden Deal, playing center field tonight, getting the start. Batting second will be David Dell. Designated hitter for tonight's game, batting third will be Carter Mice. Batting fourth on first base tonight will be Hamilton Anderson. Batting fifth, playing right field, will be Andrew Patton. Playing left field tonight, batting sixth will be Tommy Reather. In shortstop, batting seventh will be Joseph Kielholz at third base tonight. Batting eighth will be Seth DeNoyer. And behind home plate, batting ninth will be Ale Cloreau. And on the mound will be Trenton Morrow. It's uh, good to see him back on the mound. He was the one that was on the mound that took that shot right up the middle. I think you were on vacation at that point. But he started and it was like the first batter of the game, if, if, I, if I remember right, first batter of the game, lined it right up the middle and caught him on the uh, throwing elbow. And he could not recover from that. Wow. Good thing I wasn't here to witness that. And that sounds awful. If I'm thinking back right. so. Good to see him out in the lineup. Trying to pull up his stats here. Hard to see the screen. So, Morrow, a 5'11, 190 pound. He's a freshman at Westminster. He's from Russellville, Missouri. And he is a right-handed thrower. He comes in with a record of 0-2. He has pitched in just two games. He has a 10.50 ERA. And he's pitched six innings, three strikeouts, three walks, giving up 12 hits. R.L.'s line as he will have the starting lineup. So they'll have the ceremonial first pitch. Coleroux will step behind home plate and take this as I didn't catch who they said it was. It's the assistant vice chancellor for one of the departments at Mizzou. First pitch is in there for a strike. We are just about ready for the ball game to get underway. As see Truman the Tiger over, he's got the largest toothbrush here in the Midwest. Is him and a youngster? They're going to come out and clean off home plate after the performing of the national anthem. We'll pause your listen to Exudes the coverage of Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time, where
3: people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve.
4: Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you.
3: The help you deserve for the benefits you earned. The Law Offices of Russ Swanigan. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference.
1: Want to make a big
3: difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today.
1: Take a walk, Eddie.
4: Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu.
3: Through the years, we've faced events that have challenged our lung health and respiratory therapists save lives through them all. We've come a long way since the Iron Lung, but respiratory therapy remains an essential piece to patient care. Heroically working on the front lines of COVID-19, respiratory therapists dedicate their lives to save yours. Essential to patient care, to our care. Take time to thank a respiratory therapist for saving lives every day.
0: Well, Trim and the Tiger gets a nice hand after brushing off home plate with the largest toothbrush here in the Midwest. That is uh, quite a feat There is That's sponsored by Southwest Dental Care. Pretty easily the largest toothbrush here in the Midwest. (laughs) Imagine the set of teeth you'd have to brush those with. Things, what, about six foot tall? Yeah, something like that, but it probably prevents cavities, so I think it's I think it's useful. You know, if it if it doesn't, no good place to go is Southwest Dental Care. You mustache, hurry on down and check them out. They'll take care of all your dental needs, both cosmetic and general needs, to help you have a healthy smile and have great oral health as well. So, a couple more pitches here, and then we'll be ready to start tonight's game. As we said, it's a hot one here. It's 92 degrees, feels like 97, but really feels, I think, more like 100 to me. Not Definitely that I feels could,
2: good with that wind.
0: Yeah, not that I could tell much difference between 97 and 100, but it is a hot evening at the ballpark. The wind is going to be blowing sporadically, nothing right now at the moment, but we've seen it blow in from left field. We've seen it blow in from right field. This 300 down either line, 375 in straightaway center field as we are just about set to get our ball game underway so Caleb Fearstake the right fielder he will lead off the game he is a right sorry left-handed batter right-handed thrower on the mound is Morrow. First one in there. We're called strike one, and we are underway.
2: I gotta say, these Outlaws have really nice uniforms.
0: They do have a good looking uniform. That one outside showed one. Everybody came crashing down, pulls it out, takes ball one at one ball and one strike. The Outlaws wearing the uh, black uniforms with the red and white. Horizontal stripes, it says Outlaws, the red numerals. That one misses outside, four ball two. That was a good pitch, just missed. Renegades wearing their home white uniforms with the white pants. They've got the uh, blue numerals and the yellow on there too, blue and yellow trim as well. A pitch upstairs. That takes it to three balls and one strike. Oro looks back in. The pitch is going to be hit into uh, center field, so he's going to be on his way for a double. He trips, though. Oh, man. So throw just comes up late. I don't know what he tripped on, but he got turned around, but he'll be in there safely. So That should have been an out number one as the cutoff throw was made
2: right to keel holes, but I don't know if he just bobbled the throw, but he was on him out by a mile.
0: Instead, he's on second base. Logan Klein, the shortstop, steps in. He's a right-handed batter. He will have one on and nobody out here. He's the second-leading hitter for the team, entering having a 444. Got a total of 16 hits. First pitch to him downstairs, ball one. They have a chance for some rain around 10 o'clock or so. Renegades need to get on the board early. Try to make it a fast game before the rain set in. Morrow's 1-0 offering Klein will be on its way. He'll check the runner a third time, fourth time. Now he'll make the throw. Swing and a miss on a big cut. And that will make it one ball and one strike. Runner on second base and...
2: Caden Dial or Deal, they're both just dancing behind there as
0: pitchers just looking back at them. <laughs> they keep going back and forth. It's pretty fun to watch. A pitch in the dirt. Claro keeps it in front of him. I'll make it two balls and one strike. So we said tonight, Mizzou night here at the ballpark. German the Tigers here also have a chance to win a couple of uh, game-used bats from some Mizzou players. Two balls, one strike, nobody out, runner on second base. Morrow will step off. Well, I was thinking about it, I said Morrow got hit, I think it was another player. I think he was the night before. That one straight down central for called strike two. I'll have to go back and look, I can't remember who that was, but it was a uh, southpaw thrower, I remember that. So two balls, two strikes, the count here. Nobody out. Runner on second base. Pitch is going to be downstairs. That'll take us full at three balls and two strikes. As we said, it's windy here at the ballpark. Gotta make sure I have everything strapped down to the table. Morrow's payoff pitch is on its way. And a high fly ball is going to be hit towards shallow right field. Patton comes over to it. He'll make the glove. And he'll wheel and throw, but no throw needed as the runner did not go. Now batting first baseman Jaron Toller. So Toller steps in with a runner on second. And one out here. Toller hitting a 3.23. Five walks, just three strikeouts. He has ten hits and three ribbies. First offering to him, that one on the outside part of the plate for strike one. Here are the uh, Joplin Outlaws players walking behind us. I guess they hit up the concession stand. <laughs> Never a bad time to get concessions here at Ernie Vivian Field. Tomorrow looks back in. He'll check the runner twice, three times. There's the 0-1 pitch, that one upstairs and outside for ball one. Sun creeping ever so closer to going down, just not quite fast enough. One one pitch with one out here in the top of the first on its way, and a bouncing ball is going to be hit into center field. We'll see if they'll send the runner home, and they do, and no throw there, and it's going to be an RBI single. As just like last night, the Renegades find themselves down early at one to nothing. Man, that was just a low laser up the middle. I mean, one hops
2: right into the outfield, but unfortunate sign to see only one out and. Outlaws already leading by one. Still one runner on <clears throat> excuse me, one runner
0: on base. Looks like we got a big hitter here. Sam Golden digging in from the right hand side of the plate. He's hitting a two sixty seven. First pitch misses for ball one. Now this guy looks like he could definitely give
2: the outlaws a three nothing lead early. He is he just looks powerful.
0: He is the D H for tonight's game. Has one home run this season. He's going to hit a chopper. Mize got it on first, throw over to second. And they're going to say runner is safe. Sorry, that's not Mize, that's Anderson. Used to Mize playing on first base. So Anderson gloves it, steps on first for out number two. Ethan Ellis, the left fielder, will step in. So two outs, runner on second base. The Outlaws leading one to nothing. Morrow's first offering to Ellis will be on its way. He'll check the runner. That one in the dirt, ball one. As we said, this game, really important for the standings in the South Division. As Renegades a half game back of the Outlaws... In the South Division for the Mink League. One old pitch, that one's fouled off. That'll put Ellis down in the count at one ball and one strike. The Outlaws leading, one to nothing here as we play in the top of the first inning. So Ellis will dig back in. He'll swing the bat below his waist a couple times. Now he'll get set, and he'll windmill it. Now he's set. Tomorrow's 1-1 offering on its way. Runner will go to third. Throw is high and offline. Denoyer had to go up and get it. That will be a stolen base. Stolen base for Toller. Ellis digs back in. Two balls, one strike count with two outs here. Renegade's trying to get out of the inning. That one's going to be fouled off. That'll take us to two balls and two strikes. Two-two count. Be on its way shortly. That one's going to be a chopper. It's going to be fielded by the shortstop throw to first. In time, Keel holds to Anderson for a 6-3 put out to end the inning. But there was one run scored by the Outlaws as they lead one to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids Presents. What to expect when you're expecting? A teenager learning the lingo.
3: GOAT G-O-A-T. Acronym stands for Greatest of All Time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave, Dad. You're the goat.
1: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Parents, catching kids being
3: good is at the heart of every parenting strategy. You'll find at boystown.org/parenting. We've got parenting guides, articles, videos quick tips, and even live parent talks on Facebook with Boystown experts. Visit boystown.org praise to receive your 10 Ways to Praise magnet. It's a great reminder to catch them being good. And the great parenting advice is just a click away.
0: We go to the bottom of the first inning as the Outlaws lead by a score of one to nothing. Tonight
2: is Mizzou night here at the ballpark, but I also got to say make sure to come out Tuesday night for River Oak night as Renegades are. Having Rivero Christian Academy have a special night here at the ballpark. And I'm a little biased towards that school as my mom happens to be the principal. So I'd love to see a lot of fans here and
0: celebrate with the school and celebrate with the team. Well, they have had a lot of great nights here at the ballpark. Have the renegades. On the mound will be Kristen Christian to Jesus. He is from... Hawaii. Wow, he's a right-handed thrower, a sophomore at University of Hawaii, Hilo, Hilo, Hilo. So he is here. He is uh, one and one. Has a two point four five ERA. He's thrown in three games. He has eleven innings pitched, seven strikeouts, two walks, ten hits. So he has been dynamite on the, mine, on the uh, mound. Stepping in now will be second baseman. He'll lead off the game in Caden Deal. He's from O'Fallon, Missouri, 5'10", 170-pounder. That's left, throws right. He's a freshman at Northwest Missouri State. He will dig in as he'll enter tonight's game. Hitting third in the team with a 341, has 15 hits, including two doubles, four RBIs, nine walks, has eight strikeouts. He's a left-handed batter. First pitch to him upstairs, ball one. We said hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. We've got quite a contingent of listeners here. Big cut and a miss there for strike number one. That'll take us to one ball and one strike. Alas, leading one to nothing. Long look in, one-one pitch. That's fouled back to us. That'll take it to one ball and two strikes. The on-deck circle center fielder David Dell, then designated hitter Carter Mize will be up after him. Renegades trying to. Reclaim the lead as they're down one to nothing. Bottom of the first. A pitch in the dirt. i will take it to two balls and two strikes. The Jesus will look back in. He'll get the sign. Right-handed thrower. His 2-2 offering on its way. That one's going to be fouled out over the Renegades' dugout, so we'll stay... At two balls and two strikes Odeal win- so will step back in <laughs> two balls, two strikes. nobody out here deal the first batter for the renegades that one fouled back, and that one will bounce. the left hand side of us here, so it'll stay at two balls and two strikes. So we play here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. It's a windy field today. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss for the first strikeout of the game, and that's out number one. Stepping in now will be center fielder David Dell. He's from right here in Jefferson City, a six foot hundred and seventy pounder. He is right-handed across the board, and he's a freshman at Columbia College. So he will step in the right-hand side of the plate. He'll kick that left leg towards third base, kind of open up his stance just a little bit. Now he'll straighten it up, first pitch inside, and low ball one. Dell has not seen a lot of action this season. But he is hitting a 3.04. Pitch downstairs. Make it two balls, no strikes. He's played
2: in six games, already has seven hits, three doubles, three RBI, one walk, and seven strikeouts,
0: and one stolen base. Dell digs back in. He'll foul that one off the first base side. And I'll take it to two balls and one strike. Carter Mize, designated hitter for tonight's game. He's standing in the on-deck circle. If both of them can get on there, then Hamilton Anderson at first base tonight. He would be up then. Two balls, one strike, one out count. That one's going to be chopped into the catcher. That'll be foul ball number two. So Two balls, two strikes, one out here. As we play bottom of the first inning, the outlaw's leading one to nothing. 2-2 pitch on its way. That one called, strike three, and that'll be back-to-back strikeouts. Two up and two down. Now stepping in, designated hitter, Carter Mize. He's from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder. He's a left-handed batter, left-handed thrower, a junior at Missouri Baptist. Well, he will dig in with two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. It's a race between him and Hamilton Anderson to see who's going to hit the higher percentage. Right now he's second on the team with a 373. Yeah, I've been impressed with both of them as he takes ball one. I've been
2: impressed with both of them. Anderson leading the team with hits with 20, and then Mize right behind him with 19. But, I mean, they've just been extra base hit machines, and they've gotten on a lot, and it's been a great
0: thing to see for the Renegades. Six home runs between the two, also 25 ribbies as well. That one outside for ball number two. Yeah, Anderson leading the team with home runs also. So two balls, no strikes. Two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. Swing and a miss. That'll be strike one. He's trying to hit for the fences there. He's trying to catch up to Hamilton, Anderson. This wind a little swirling here. Flag blowing out to right field, but the wind feels like it's coming, hitting me in the face, so. 2-1 pitch on its way. That one's gonna be fouled out. So it'll be two balls and two strikes. Gotta say, since you've been gone, our uh sound effects crew has been doing some work. They're trying to give Saint Joe a run for their money.
2: <laughs> yeah, that definitely sounded new.
0: I've never heard the duck before. So two two pitch on its way. Two outs here, bottom of the first. That one fouled off, so we'll do it again. Carter just A hair behind that one. So he will step back in, had a nice conversation with his grandparents. They sat behind me last night, and they're such wonderful people and had a nice conversation with them before the game. 2-2 pitch on its way. That one downstairs, that'll take us full. three balls and two strikes.
2: I'm sure they're proud of the hitter Mize turned out to be so far.
0: They, uh, they live near St. Louis, so they made the trek down to watch the game last night. So the payoff pitch on its way, and that's going to be a high fly ball hit towards left field, but it's going to be shallow left, and making a diving grab is Ellis in left field, and he is going to get the out. Is was an awkward-looking dive, but... He was able to come up with it. So, after wanting to play, it is one to nothing as the outlaws leading your Renegades one to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: Wow. Big things going on in the world lately. With so much confusion, it's easy to feel lost and overwhelmed. We all want to believe in something. And the most important cause of all is your amazing self. YourLifeYourVoice.org has answers and advice for teens who feel left out and are starting to doubt themselves. You have so much to offer. YourLifeYourVoice.org can help you find it.
4: Adopt U.S. Kids presents: What to Expect When You're Expecting, a teenager, learning the lingo.
3: Jelly, jelly, adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
4: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council.
0: We go to the top of the second inning here. As the Outlaws will send hitters 6, 7, and 8 to the plate. That'll be third baseman and Brett Weemers. He will step in. He's a right-handed batter. He's hitting third on the team with a 387. First pitch in the dirt, ball one. I should preface that uh, the team leader is uh, Lopez. He's got a Perfect average. He's had one at bat and one hit. He is listed as a pitcher. Bouncing ball is going to go down the third baseline, so it'll even count at one ball and one strike. Pitchers can rake also. We've heard that term before. So not taking anything away, but obviously Lopez doesn't bat much. So Weimer's listed at third, but he's probably more like the second on the team average. Shot It's going to go to third base. DeNoyer will glove it, throw over to first. In time for the 5-3 put out. That'll be one batter, one out here. Now batting second baseman, Lawson Feria. He comes in hitting a 167 clip. Let's have three strikeouts, nine walks, six hit-by-pitches. Well, his average may not be that high, but his on-base
2: percentage definitely is. Six walks, five hit-by-pitches, and I think I saw you had five or
0: six hits. Yeah, he is a uh, on-base machine. So one ball, no strikes. That pitch upstairs. I'll take the count to... Two balls and two strikes. Hey, we get a little reprieve from the sun as a cloud has made its way over the sun right now. Yeah, thank the Lord. I can finally see. Two balls, no strikes, one out. That pitch misses upstairs. That'll make it 3-0. Morrow. Trying not to give a one-out walk here. Renegade's trail one to nothing to the outlaws. That one in there for called strike one. He was able to step off the back of the rubber and gather himself. Takes it to three balls, one strike, one out. Next pitch on its way. That one got the top part of the plate for strike number two. That was a good
2: pitch. It just totally froze him. Good fastball bumping and away. I mean, you, it's hard to hit that.
0: It was a pretty looking pitch on its way. So a payoff pitch for Morrow. That one's upstairs, walked him. Well, his on-base percentage will continue to rise. To for the outlaws, Kalen now stepping in will be Kalen Protaski. He is the catcher. Double play is in effect. He's hitting a 192 clip. Has 11 strikeouts. First pitch in there for strike one. That'll put Morrow ahead in the count. And no balls in, one strike, one out, runner on first base. Throw over to first base. No tag applied. That's Kalen Protasky. Digs back in. He's a right-handed batter. A one-pitch that one upstairs. Like, called him for a balk in the process. So Faria will walk down to second base i got to say, I'm apparently not familiar with what these balks they're calling because nothing I've seen looks like a balk. Yeah, we saw some balk calls. and Runner's going to go to third, swung on a miss, throw down. Again, DeNoyer has to sky for it, ends up landing <laughs> on the runner. So DeNoyer goes up and skies for it.
2: Like I was saying, beginning of the season, we saw a few balk calls. Neither Blake or
0: I saw what were doing. Yeah, there was what one, like, were doing. like four or five, two of which were in one game. Yeah. See Truman the Tiger hanging out over behind us. Had an extra mic. I'd invite him over, and he could help call the game. Not sure how much he'd say, but. He's he's the quiet type. Tomorrow's 0-2 offering. Be on its way shortly. Now we'll have time called. Outlaws leading one to nothing here as we play in the top of the second inning. One out, runner on third. Morrow's 0-2 pitch. A chopper's going to go to Denoyer at third base. Oh, what? Oh, well, the umpire calls a foul ball. That was as fair as day. Once he's saying it hit home plate. Yeah, or Denoyer sport. was... DeNoyer was, what, about three feet in from the third base bag? Oh, goodness.
2: <laughs> yeah, it either. I almost think it almost fouled off his foot and landed in fair territory, but I obviously didn't
0: see that. But So, 0-2 pitch again on its way. That one's going to be a chomper tomorrow. He'll look the runner back to third, throw over to first base. Anderson had to go over and get it, but... He does. That will make it out number two. It's a 1-3 put out. So we'll go to the ninth batter here. That is a Drake Angeron, the center fielder. Hear the wind pick up a little bit. Angeron's hitting a 219. First pitch upstairs. Cloro has to go up and get it. Those are big fluffy clouds coming through, so hopefully the rain will stay away. And that one's going to be hit into right field, and it's going to score another run, and it'll be 2-0 Outlaws as Angeron gets credit for an RBI single. Now top the lineup again with right fielder Caleb Feerstake. For, or He is one-for-one, one, rather, with a double to lead off the game. Morrow looks in, gets the sign. Runner's going to go to second. Clareau throws down there. They might have a chance, and ball's going to go into center field. So stolen base. That throw looked like it was on the money, just a little bit short. One hopped. Keel holes. Tomorrow looks back in, two out, runner on second. He'll check the runner. Check a third time. Has one more in him. (laughs) Now there's the pitch. That one upstairs. That takes the count to one ball and one strike. I'd say he definitely is keeping a... Pretty close
2: eye on the runner at second base. She looked over about four or five times in that
0: one pitch. There's the next offering. That one's fouled back, so that'll put the count at one ball and two strikes. Didn't like that baseball, so neither does the home plate umpire. So they're in agreement that. It that, shall go. That ball is not pretty enough to be used in the game. Coach Mike DeMelia looks at it, and I don't think he's seeing exactly what they're seeing, but either way, he'll put it away. Morrow looks back in, runner on second, one out. And there's going to be a chopper hit to the second baseman. He'll glove it, throw it to first. And couldn't oh, get the throw as it was offline. And another run's gonna score as that goes through the fence and into the row of seats over there. So And that is a play that just
2: needs to be made. Ball just hit right to the second baseman. It kind of juggled in his glove, but he was able to get it great in his glove. I mean just a bad throw away from Anderson. And it somehow gets this tiny little crack at the fence and
0: pole. Yeah, there's not much hole there, but it found its way, so. Or net and boy, I should say. Logan Klein, the shortstop, will step in. The Outlaws leading three to nothing. Two outs here, runner on second. Morrill's given up three runs here in one and two thirds inning of work. Time called as he's checking the runner at second. Still waiting to make this first pitch, which is in the dirt for ball one. Well, Klein will be heading the count at 1-0. St. Joseph Mustangs beat the Chillicothe Mudcats at Schaefer Park in Chillicothe one to nothing. Their game was an early game. 1-0 pitch. That one's going to be hit a mile high. It's going to go out of play and into the bullpen for the Outlaws. That'll take it to one ball and one strike. The Sedalia Bombers, are playing on the road at Des Moines Peak Prospects. They're having a doubleheader, so no score in the first game. They should be into the second game by now. And the Nevada Griffins lost at Clarinda to the A's, 7-4 in game one. Second game should be underway just a few minutes ago at 7.30. There's going to be a hot shot ball caught on the fly. At Anderson on first base for out number three. However, there were a couple runs scored in the inning, and it now makes the ball game a three to nothing game in favor of the Outlaws. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road,
2: hands on the wheel.
3: Safely drive that automobile,
2: eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, eyes on the road, hands on the wheel.
3: It doesn't matter how you say it, as long as you say it often. Praise your child at least 4 times for every time you correct them and you'll be on your way to raising a confident, caring kid. 4 to 1 Praise is just one of the many parenting tools from the experts at Boys Town. Visit boystown.org slash praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to keep it positive and that helpful parenting advice is just a click away.
0: We go to the bottom of the second inning as the Renegades trail 3-0 to the Outlaws from Joplin. These two teams will be very familiar with each other as they play today. The Renegades will travel to Sedalia tomorrow to take on the Bombers, and then they'll meet right back on Tuesday, leading off the... Inning will be uh, batter number four in the lineup. That's Hamilton Anderson. He's from Columbia, Illinois. 6'3", 200-pounder. He's a left-hand batter, right-handed thrower, a freshman at State Fair Community College. He's coming into the ballgame hitting a 444. with 20 hits, 18 RBIs. Pitch to him outside. Ball one. Has a team leading four home runs. Two of those came in the same game a few nights ago. Still jealous I missed that game. Sounded like a great game. 1-0 pitch on its way, swing and a miss. I'll put him even at the count at one ball and one strike. That game was a walk-off winner with a home run in the bottom of the 10th inning. So Anderson will dig back in. 1-1 pitch on its way. That one in there for called strike two. Oh, uh, the count, one ball, two strikes. As Anderson leads off the inning in the on deck circle right fielder Andrew Patton. And the left fielder Tommy Reathers do up. One two pitch. That one outside and upstairs. Even the count at two balls and two strikes. We said it's Mizzou night here at the ballpark. Several Mizzou Faithful and alumni have made it out to the ballgame. They're wearing their Mizzou colors proudly. Two two pitch on its way. That one's gonna be ripped foul over the dugout of the Renegades. So stay at two balls and two strikes. Anderson will dig back in on the left-hand side of the plate. He'll get the bat ready. 2-2 pitch. That one upstairs. That'll take his full of three balls and two strikes. Still time for you to make it out to the ball game if you haven't done so. Three runs, three hits, no errors. No runs, no hits, and one error for Renegades. Swing and a miss. And that will be strikeout number three. Out number one of the inning. For the from Missouri Tommy so it's actually right fielder Andrew Patton. He steps in. Patton from Columbia, Missouri. 6'2", 200-pound right-hander. He throws and bats right. Junior at Newman. Reethers in the on-deck circle. So Patton digs back in. First pitch to him is upstairs for ball one. Patton hitting a 250 clip. He has 10 total hits on the season so far. one pitch. That one in there for called strike one. I'll even the count at one ball and one strike. So the Jesus, next offering is on its way. That one upstairs. That'll be two balls and one strike. So he'll look in, get the sign he wants. Rotrasky, behind the plate, gives him the sign. 2-1 pitch, and that's a ball Ooh. off the inside ankle of Patton. So he's going to be given a second here to walk it off. He fouled that into his ankle. so He's going to dig back in. Two balls, two strikes to count. One out. Next offering, swing and a miss. Back-to-back strikeouts out number two. And he is
2: just pumping them down left and right. He's already got four strikeouts, and we're only in the bottom of the second inning.
0: So Tommy Reather steps in now from Washington, Missouri, 5'10", 190-pound left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, sophomore at Missouri, S&T. As he's hitting a 133 clip, he will dig in as five walks, eight strikeouts. First pitch, downstairs and outside for ball one. I say maybe we need to employ these clouds more often because it is a beautiful night here at the ballpark. The sun has been covered up for a little while, and it is nice. One zero pitch. That one's fouled out of play. Take the count to one and one.
2: Man, I was looking at that stat sheet and I saw Brady Voss's name. Did he get hit by
0: a pitch more while I was gone? Yeah, he's up to twelve. Wow. If not, uh, I, I'm—I know I'm pretty sure that's a team record. Pretty sure that's a, a uh, mink league leading stat for the season. That one on the outside corner for strike two. If not, it might be a record for the mink league.
2: Yeah, the person in next place with hit by pitches is Clarell with five.
0: Yeah, wow, they, they both have <laughs> racked them up. So I don't even know how you do that. I guess he must have a target on him. One ball, two strikes. That one upstairs evens a count at two and two. I know he was hit a couple times and just offhanded one of the games. there was He was hit four times early in the season. So 2-2 pitch on its way, and a bouncing ball is going to be fielded by the second baseman. Tough throw, and he's going to throw it in towards the dugout, and Reether will be on first with... A single with two outs here in the bottom of the second inning. And that throw was
2: nowhere close. He almost took out the picture lady sitting by the Outlaws' dugout.
0: Yeah. I think that thing was two two feet above her head. Which is to the nearest side of the dugout, and it was way off line. Tough throw. By Farias, he was running towards third base and had to throw across his body. Yeah, I was impressed he even got to that ball. Shortstop Joseph Keelholz, he steps in. Keelholz from Bonnets Mill, Missouri, five eleven, hundred ninety-five pounder left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman in Northwest Missouri State. First pitch outside, ball one.
2: Keelholz is batting two twenty-six. He has seven hits and 31 at-bats with two doubles and three RBI. He
0: also has seven walks. That one downstairs it takes it to two balls and no strikes. So it'll be a 2-0 count. Reether acts like he's going to go to second but does not. That one also misses, makes it a 3-0 count. Reether look like he's doing the uh, cha-cha over there. So he'll take a lead at first base with two outs here, bottom of the second inning. He'll take a little, little more lead. That one outside walked him. So Holes has issued a four-ball walk as he will jog down to first base. And it'll be runners on first and second. And stepping in will be third baseman Seth Denoyer. Denoyer from St. Charles, Missouri. Six-foot, 205-pounder. He's right-handed batter and thrower. He's a junior at Indiana Kokomo. He's only played in seven games. He has come in a couple of times late in the game as a substitution, but two outs here for him to work with, two on. Renegades trailing three to nothing here as we play in the bottom of the second inning. That first pitch to him in the dirt. Catcher. Ali Claro in the on-deck circle. So Denoyer digs back in from the right-hand side of the plate. 1-0 pitch to him. Swing and a miss. And that's strike number one. Real early on that pitch. That was a breaking ball. It totally fooled him. He was so early in front of that pitch. He was looking to go yard right there. Would have tied the ball game up. He he is a power hitter. So two on, two out here. One ball, one strike. Count to DeNoyer. Next offering. He'll hit it straight up the middle. It's going to be taken by the second baseman. Thrower to first base. Got the first baseman. Had to go out and get it, but got the out. And that will take us in a 4-3 put out to end the inning. Well, there were no runs scored, so the Renegades still trail three to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive Coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
4: Set the bar high and just go for it. You are destined for greatness.
0: Is it my imagination?
3: Or is everyone telling me I'm already the next big thing? Find your perfect self and follow your dreams. My dreams weren't going so well.
4: For some reason, life was feeling dark and I couldn't snap out of it. All I needed was a little support and a few new ideas. Your life, your voice.org helped me get my life back on track. I can take it from here. Every year, 4.5 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 visit the ER.
3: It's every parent's
1: nightmare.
4: u gives you all the tools you need to quickly and effectively manage your family's emergency. u provides instant access to vital resources customized to your students' campus and local community, digital consent form, and built-in urgent alert button. u gives you peace of mind when you need it most. Download your u app now.
0: We go to the top of the third inning as they just had a game played out there where they were hula hooping. And got to say, Truman the Tiger is skilled at a lot of things. Hula hooping, not one of them. I can't say I would have done much better than he did either, <laughs> but hula hooping is not. Something that he has a future career in. Yeah, he's hanging his head in shame, is staring at his feet as he's walking out of the field. <laughs> well, they'll lead off here with hitters three, four, and five. That's first baseman Jared Toller. He had an RBI single in the first inning. So he steps back in on the left-hand side of the plate. Now was leading three to nothing. Fouls that one straight back, so he'll be down in the count. And 0-1. And Thank goodness we did move from our location the very first game because that would have been right at us. Still a great vantage point here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. We sit just to the third base side behind home plate. That pitch upstairs, ball one. First, first night we were... Pretty much dead center behind home plate. It was a great view, but anything that's fouled straight back or wild pitches were right there at us. That one on the outside part of the plate for strike two. So we configured it a little different to move over just to make sure we don't have a baseball coming through the net at the equipment or ourselves. So one ball, two strikes. Morrow still on the mound. Next one, that one's upstairs and a bit outside. That'll take us to two balls and two strikes. It's turned off to be a beautiful night here at the ballpark. The sun is setting behind the clouds, behind first baseline. 2-2 pitch, that one fouled off. So we'll do it again.
2: Well, we did move away from the foul balls, but we still get foul balls hit to us plenty of times. Just not as bad as that first night. Very thankful for the net.
0: Yeah, that first game, we had several wild pitches that just came straight for us. So, 2 2 offering on its way. Now it's going to be a high fly ball hit to left field. Reether's going back on it. He's on the warning track. He's got the grab for out number one. Toller gave it a ride, but couldn't get it out of the park. Designated hitter Sam Golden steps in. He is 0 for 1 with an out at first base. It's an uninsisted out. Anderson. Next pitch, that one upstairs, ball one. Morrow trying to work around this three run lead that the Outlaws have given up. One run in the first, two in the second. We play here in the top of the third. That one called Great strike pitch. one. That'll make it one ball, one strike. See a couple of Renegades players going around with the 50 50 raffle. As the wind picks up, blowing in from center field. 1 1 pitch. That one's fouled out of play. We'll take it to one ball, two strikes, one out here. As we said, the Outlaws leading three to nothing. Line for them three runs, three hits, no errors. For the Renegades, no runs, one hit, and one error. 1 2 pitch. That one's going to be a little number off the end of the bat. As coming in is Anderson. He will grab it for out number two. He's had a busy night over there at first base. Yes, he has. With making great plays and having to jump high for some wild throws. Left fielder Ethan Ellis will step in now. He hit into a 6-3 putout. So he's 0-1 for the game so far. Two outs here. First pitch inside, ball one.
2: Good to see Morrow getting two quick outs in this third inning. He had a rough couple first two innings. he's
0: trying to send them down one, two, three. That one's going to go into left field as Reether unable to get over to it. And it'll be a double. We're going to have a play at second base. And... Just got in there. Ahead of the tag was Ellis. That was a decent throw, though, by Reithers. He had to go all the way to the corner to get that
2: ball. Yeah, that was a great one-hop one, one hop throw. And of course, as soon as I say that, I happen to jinx Morrow. So.
0: Third baseman, Brett Weimers, steps in. He hit into a 5-3 put out. So two outs here, runner on second base. That's Ellis. Now, Lowe's have already had a lot of runners
2: in scoring positions so far this game. So you have yet another person
0: on second base Well, that's why they have the record they do as they lead the mink league that one hits weemers in the back so he will be hit by pitch he will jog down to first base that's why they're sitting atop the south division right now so second baseman lawson faria steps in now he walked moved over to second on a balk call then got over to third base on a steal then was drove in with an RBI single a couple batters later. They're going to have a conversation on the mound. Or Trenton Morrow. He drew the start tonight. Outlaws leading 3 to nothing. As we're just shy of 8 o'clock here. Blake Gasway with you. Joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network. If you haven't done so already, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just search showmesportsnetwork.com. You'll find us on there. That's a way that we uh, post a lot of various things about what's going on. what we have uh, going on with the team, we try to share the Jefferson City Renegades page post as well, so like their page as well. And be sure and share both of our pages. Try to post the uh, starting lineup, the projected starting lineup, about an hour before game time, as well as we have a uh, graphic that we post that wraps up the game with the finals Totals as well. Lawson Faria, second baseman, steps in from the right-hand side of the plate. Two on, two out here in the top of the third. Morrow will step off. as He seems like he's really bothered by those runners at second base. I was just about to say that. He's checked over on those runners countless times tonight.
2: I'm starting to think him getting distracted by the runners is kind of why he's been kind of wild around
0: the strike zone tonight. He'll check twice there. First pitch is going to be hit into center field. It's going to take a hop and to get to Dell. And they're going to have the runner scored from second base, so that will be an RBI single. Now it's a 4 to nothing ball game.
2: Anderson apologizing on that. He cut off the throw. I don't know if it would have beaten the runner at home plate, but it would have been surely close.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would have been... Enough to throw him out. Catcher in Kalen Protaski steps in. He is 0 for 1. Again, two runners on, two outs here. Outlaws have already put up a one spot here in the ball game. Morrow again checks the runner at second three times. And we'll have a throw over. <laughs> Threw over is in through to the second baseman who was... Nowhere near the bag. About eight foot away from the bag. Yeah, I think he needs to worry more about putting strikes in the zone than running on second base. First offering, that one's monster fouled. Put a little English on it, did Protaski? That thing goes foul over the first base dugout. Thing really peeled off and curved out of here. That one might have actually made it in the parking lot over there. If it's not, it's probably in the creek. 0-1 0-1 pitch on its way. Morrow again checks the runner twice, three times. Now we're going to have time called. So Protasky stepped out. Well, he asked for time, then he stepped out. Morrow and his renegades down 4 to nothing. Next offering. That one's fouled off again. That'll take us to no balls and two strikes. Bring out the fresh supply of baseballs. I don't recognize that youngster who's carried him out, so. Looks like the ball boy for tonight. Yes, he's got the, I would say the most important duty of the night is making sure the umpire has baseballs to give out. The 0-2 pitch on its way. That one inside. And they're going to call Ooh. a balk again. I was looking at Morrow and saw nothing that indicated it was a balk. That should have been strike three,
2: too. That pitch was inside. Now runners to
0: do advance. Runners on second 3rd On 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. And it doesn't matter. You're right. It doesn't matter. Got strike out number two, and that will end the inning as the third out. We'll just try to double check and make sure that's his, I'll check that. that's his first strike out of the game. So we will go to the bottom of the third inning. The Outlaws have increased their lead to four to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal. Just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. Why settle for being real when you can be normal? The normal Maker, new from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. What we like, how our brains work. In fact, one in five of us live with mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Start by talking to someone you trust. And remember, there is no normal.
5: I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of
3: laughs. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now, there are vaccines. And they are the very first step Now let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: Well, we go to the bottom of the third inning. As the Renegades trail in the Outlaws, four to nothing. I said fourth inning, I meant bottom of the third inning. I was one frame ahead. It'll send batters nine, one, and two to the plate. I love this song. Already been four strikeouts, just one walk given up by pitcher and starting pitcher, Christian DeJesus. Yeah, he has been dominant tonight. I think he has four or five strikeouts already. And we're only in the third inning. So stepping in will be Ale Clareau. Clareau from Aruba. He's five seven, hundred and seventy pounder. He's a right handed batter, right handed thrower, a sophomore at Northwest Missouri State. He steps in hitting a two oh seven on the season. Wind again picking up just a hair. First pitch to him inside. Ball one. Cloro, as we said earlier, is second on the team with hit-by
2: pitches, raising his on-base percentage a little bit higher. But he is still nowhere near number one, Mr. HBP, Brady Voss.
0: one pitch. That one straight down central for strike one. <laughs>
2: Did you notice he's wearing number four, and he has a batting helmet, number 15.
0: Well, that happens, you know. That might be from his college, actually. I, I believe think it, it is. It is the Looks same blue. color. 1-1 pitch, that one downstairs in the dirt. You know, the uh, team has somebody helmets. However, some of the players like to wear their own or the one that they wear for their college team because it has uh, some of the extras that they look for. Yeah, it was my first time noticing it. 2-1 pitch, that one... Catches the inside part of the plate for called strike two. You know, everybody's a little different. Some like the extended piece that protects your cheek and your your mouth. Some don't. It's kind of what each player likes. So two two pitch forthcoming, Swing and a miss, that'll be strikeout number five, first out of the inning. Stepping in will be top of the lineup. Kaden Deals, he's second baseman tonight. We see him as you know, a pretty good utility player. We've seen him play in the outfield. We've seen him play in the infield. Haven't seen him pitch yet, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, we have yeah, seen some two-way players so far on the team. He's hitting a uh, third spot in the team with a three forty one coming into the game tonight, so he has a decent bat when he's at the plate. First offering to him. He's going to sky that one a mile high. Hope I got it. He's going to get out of play. One bounces behind the stands and goes into the creek. A couple times there, there were some we talked early in the season. There's just a little gap up above us there where the netting in the roof is. and I think a ball could pass through there. But no balls, one strike, one out here. Next pitch on its way. That one fouled off. That one's going to go out of play. So it'll be down in the count at 0-2. Also on your, uh, your vacation time, too, you missed. We had about a 20- uh, to 30-minute light delay. Oh, really? As uh, somebody apparently forgot to lock the building that has the switch for the lights in it and some... Kiddos were over there trying to turn the lights on to another field and turned ours off. <laughs> 0-2 pitch on its way. That one outside. Ball one. They were trying to get in a late-night baseball game, and it was just getting dusk, just going dark. And they uh, turned ours off. So these lights are the quartz lights, I believe. So they have to take 15 to 30 minutes to cool off completely before they come back on. Strike three called. That is out number two. Center fielder David Dell will step in. He was a strikeout victim in the first inning. Yeah, the lights have to uh, cool off completely before you can turn them back on. So we had about a uh, 20 to 30-minute delay. They got the light bill paid. We got them back on. So I've had rain delay theater before but never had light delay theater. So the first pitch... Tudell will be on its way. He's 0-1 in the game. He'll hit that one. It's going to go foul down the first baseline. If he could have hooked that into the corner, that would have been extra bases for sure. Yeah, that was a great piece of hitting. Takes it to the opposite side. Just slaps it out there. No balls. One strike. Renegades players trying to entice the crowd to buy their 50-50 raffle tickets. That one's going to be a chomper. Hit to the third baseman. He misgloves it over to first base. And they say he's safe as it ended up going into the shortstop's glove. And Dell legs it out. So he will be standing on first base with a two-out single. The designated hitter, Carter Mize, will step in. They're playing for a second. They were playing the good, bad, the ugly. (laughs) He steps in with... Two outs here. Runner on first base. Entered the game hitting a 373 clip. The on deck circle, Hamilton Anderson.
2: Oh, Myers has five stolen bases on the year.
0: Runner oh, go no to idea. second. Throw down, and they say oh. they got him. So Dell will be caught stealing, and that will end the inning. As they gave up one hit, but no runs. And we'll go to the fourth inning of play as the Outlaws leading 4 to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
1: As the COVID-19 vaccines become available, you may be asking yourself, should I get it? Will it help me get back to doing the things I love, like meeting friends or traveling? And can I do it without putting my family at risk? You've got questions, that's normal. So visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for the latest information on the COVID-19 vaccines. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. It's up to you. A message brought to you by the Ad Council and the CDC.
3: It costs so little to teach a child to love, and so much to teach him to hate. These simple but profound words from our founder are at the core of each parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org parenting. Teach me respect. Teach me patience. Teach me love. Visit boystown.org magnet to receive a teach
1: love magnet. As a reminder that the change we want to see in our world begins at home, and Boystown is there to help along the way
0: well we go to the top of the fourth inning as the outlaws are leading four to nothing here as it's Mizzou night at the ballpark Stepping in now will be center fielder, Drake Angeron. He's a left-handed batter, shows bunt, lays it down. Denoyer will glove it, throw over to first base. Not in time. He will get credit for a infield bunt that he legs out, so he'll be on first base. Right fielder Caleb Fierstake steps in. He's got a two-for-two night. He's had both doubles as an RBI to his credit. Over to first base. So now we'll have time called. So we play here in the top of the fourth inning. Outlaws leading four to nothing. Leadoff runner at first base. That one's hit a mile high in the air foul. That one, they get a little closer to us each time. That sounded like a dent at the ground right there. It probably did. They might have to check the concrete after that. There was, on a Friday night's game, there was a foul ball hit over, um, over to the... Uh, First base side over there, and somebody was sitting and wasn't paying attention, and it, it landed on her phone, Ooh. and uh, her phone was no more after that. Oh, <laughs> one pitch, runner goes to second, throw down there. They might have him, and they're going to say he's thrown out. Angeron caught stealing for the first out.
2: Man, Outlaws are such a base-stealing team. I mean, now I understand why Morrow's been checking on the runners a lot this game, but finally, was able to beat him out, and he one-hops throw to...
0: Can't tell if that was keel holes or deal applied to tag, but. Yeah, keel over from his shortstop position. Nail him at second base. So one ball, one strike count with one out. A pitch downstairs inside for ball two. Outlaws are aggressive, but that's also why they have the record they do and why they have a four run lead right now as they find a way to get base runners moved around the base path. That one misses upstairs. That takes it to three balls and one strike. But as I said, that foul ball that hit on the uh, lady's phone, you could tell that something had been dropped on it that was round as that one's going to be over second base over Deals' head, and it's going to go to center field wall, and we're going to have a stand-up double. So that'll be... One out with a runner on second base. Man, there have
2: been a lot of extra base hits tonight for the Outlaws also.
0: They're just playing the game all all around well tonight. That hurts with that uh, stolen, sorry, that caught stealing because that would have been an RBI as that's going to write the book for Trenton Morrow. So he will exit with three and a third innings pitched. So now it'll be... New pitcher in the ball game. Let me check yeah. the roster. I believe that's Shane Fontenot. Squat. Wow, I cannot speak. He has got
2: quite the stash. You can see that from here. He is a very tall guy wearing number thirty-one. And you are indeed
0: correct. That is Shane Fontenot. Well, the mustache gives him does give him away. So Shane Fontenot will be on the mound. He's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 6'4", 230-pound right-hander. He's a senior at Arkansas Monticello. So he will step in. Let me pull up his uh, stats here. Give me a second. One neat thing about the Mink League here is they use the point streak system so you can follow along. Most of the teams, we say most of them, do – live game scoring, so you can pull that up. What a great idea. You could watch the uh, point streak scoring and listen to our broadcast and be able to follow along. So he enters, Fontenot enters with a record of 2-0. and He's pitched in five games, has a 2.16 ERA, does have eight and a third innings pitched, 11 strikeouts, three walks, and given up four hits. So he's pitched to the Mudcats, on the 14th, he pitched four innings of work there. The rest of the time, he's pitched an inning in a third or less. Wow, and he was great against the Mudcats. See, he went four innings, only allowing one hit and five strikeouts. Yeah, he's only allowed one hit in the five games, four of the five. He didn't allow any hits in the uh, inning and in a third. He pitched on June 4th where we were in St. Joseph. He will come on here and try to uh, limit the damage here after back-to-back hits were given up in the inning. Runner was caught stealing at second base. There's a double, so Runner standing on second base, shortstop Logan Klein digs in. He has a fly out to first base and a fly out to right field, and they're going to have a quick conversation as Clarot will go out and talk to Fontenot. Outlaw's leading 4 to nothing here. So we play top of the 4th inning, one out in the inning. First baseman Jared Toller will be in the on deck circle. Antoine will check the runner at first base. Right-handed first pitch, upstairs ball one. So he will Look back in. Again, runner on second. One out here as we play top of the fourth. Fano looks at the runner at second. There's the next pitch. That one's fouled out of play. So we'll go to a count of one ball and one strike with one out here. Klein will dig back in. 1-1 one, one count. That pitch in there. Forced called strike two. That was a great breaking ball. Completely frozen. So we said Klein 0-2 for 2 on the night. One ball, two strikes, one out. Munner on second base. There's the pitch downstairs. Missed the inside part of the plate. And I'll take it to two balls and two strikes. Klein playing with fire there. I don't think I'd want to take that pitch a second time. So 2-2 offering on its way. That one downstairs misses for ball three. He is not happy with that call. He's laughing it off. Again, I don't think I'd want to take that pitch again either. So three balls, two strikes, one out here. Payoff pitch. Chopper's going to be hit to keel holes at the shortstop position. Throw over to first count. The out there. That was a fielder's choice and a 6-3 fielder's choice. So that will be out number two. Now, stepping in, first baseman Jared Toller. He steps in from the left hand side of the plate, does have a runner at third base. First offering to him, inside ball one. The Outlaws trying to add to their four run lead. Two outs here. Toller steps back in. One ball, no strikes. He really checked that one, and I don't know where that missed. But they'll say two balls, no strikes, two outs. Yeah, when he's
2: missing, he's not missing by much. He doesn't look very happy with the strike zone call.
0: 2 offering on its way. That one upstairs. So that'll take it to three balls, no strikes, two outs here. We play here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. That one's outside in a four pitch walk. Toller jogs on down to first base. Designated hitter Sam Golden steps in. He is 0 for 2, hitting out with an out at first, three unassisted, and a fly out to first base. He's kept Anderson busy on the first base bag tonight. Two on, two out. Runners on the corners. First pitch, inside, ball one. <laughs> Last seven pitches from Fontenot have been close, but not in the strike zone. 1-0 pitch. That one misses, ball two. Hear the crowd groan there as Fontenot is almost beside himself, so he cannot believe that he can't get the call on these pitches.
2: Yeah, Cleary doing his best to try and frame him right, but just barely missing the strike zone. Two balls.
0: the back. Did they just um, call another ball? They did. Back umpire calls a ball on font now. I don't know where they are seeing these.
2: Getting some arguments from the Renegades dugout.
0: Ben so Tau-Hoo. that'll plate one run. It's now a five-to-nothing outlaw lead. Two-zero count as Fontenot looks in. That one straight down central for strike one. I don't know. I don't know what they're looking at to see these balk calls. 2-1 pitch on its way. That one wow. upstairs. And will take it to three balls, one strike, two outs here. One runner has been scored. The Outlaws have scored five runs. They've scored at least one run in every inning so far. They're looking to add more. Two outs, runner on second. That one walked him. So Golden will jog down to first base. So, left fielder Ethan Ellis, he is hit into a 6-3 put out. Also had a double, so he's one for two. Two outs, two runners on. It's at first and second. Ellis digs in on the right-hand side of the plate. Montnose, first offering that one in the dirt. Claro goes down and gets it. That'll be one ball, no strikes, two outs here. We've been stuck at two outs for quite a while. Five runs for the outlaws, no runs for the Renegades. 1-0 pitch on its way. That's a chopper hit straight up the middle, and it's going to get through. And we'll have a runner coming home, and that's an RBI single. So Ellis has a two-for-three night with an RBI. That'll make it six to nothing. To the outlaws, now stepping in, third baseman Brett Weimers. He has had a 5-3 put out and a hit by pitch. So he'll step in with two on, two out here. Want knows first pitch, a chomper, broken bat's going to be taken by Q-Holes. He'll flip it to second, two deal to get the out. But two runs were scored as that will be a 6-4 put-out. However, they did score two runs in the frame, so we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning as the Outlaws now lead 6 to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan, and he
4: got
3: the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve.
4: Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you.
3: The help you deserve for the benefits you earned. The Law Offices of Russ Swanigan. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, Doing Little Things to Make a Big Difference.
0: We go to the bottom of the fourth inning as the Renegades will send to the plate their 3, 4, and 5 hitters as they just cannot seem to find a way to get the outlaws out of the base path. Keep them from scoring runs. Line is six runs, eight hits, no errors for the outlaws. No runs, two hits, one error for the Renegades. Leading off the inning will be designated hitter tonight. And Carter Mize, he was at bat. Had an 0-1 count when David Dell was thrown out at second and caught stealing, so he will step back in. He flew out to left field, his first at bat. First pitch outside, ball one. Hopefully these three, four, and five hitters can...
2: Finally put some runs on the board for the Renegades as they've just been struck down by the Jesus tonight.
0: Well, that's where they've scored a lot of their runs, have been in the middle part of the lineup. That one fouled off the catcher. The on-deck circle, Hamilton Anderson, first baseman for tonight's game. So between... Mize and Anderson, they lead the team at one and two. They've had a battle most of the season so far. At who's claiming the top spot? 1-1 one, one pitch, that one in the dirt for ball two. So Mize will step back in with a two-ball, one-strike count. Jesus looks back in, takes a deep breath, gets the sign. 2-1 pitch, that one outside. Ball three, so it'll be three balls, one strike count as we lead off the bottom of the fourth inning. The outlaw's leading six to nothing. So we play here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City. 3-1 pitch, that one in there for called strike two. Hear the crowd groaning again at that one.
2: Yeah, even Hamilton Anderson was walking to the plate.
0: He thought that was ball four. Somebody just got a warning over in the renegade side. I don't know if it was the dugout or on the... I think it was in the coach's box. I think it was from the dugout. Payoff pitch. That one's fouled off. We'll do it again. Out off above our heads, so must have got out of play. Didn't hear it hit the roof. So the payoff pitch again will be forthcoming. I did see a St. Joseph Mustang get thrown out of the game a couple nights ago. So, umpire. man, I miss a ton. I know the umpire has that right. I didn't. I didn't see who it was, but somebody was heckling him all night long, and finally he he did give him a warning, and he finally got tired of it, and he threw him out. and so the player exited the dugout and spent the rest of the game on the bus, presumably listening to our game on the Show Me Sports Network, but that's just speculation. A hard-hit ball will be to second base. He'll glove it, throw over to first in time to get the 4-3 out. So Mize is retired. Stepping in now will be Hamilton Anderson. He has one strikeout here so far. He's only had one at bat, so he's 0-1. for 1. He is leading the team entering tonight's game. He's hitting a 444 clip, as those 20 hits, four home runs, including two in the same game a couple nights ago, 18 RBIs. So one out here in the inning. First pitch to him. He's going to hit it on the fly and caught by the second baseman and Ria. So that's out number two. Quick out number two. That's hit right off the end of the bat, just right to the second baseman. Right fielder Andrew Patton, he will step in. He was a strikeout victim as well. Six strikeouts in the game so far. For starting pitcher for the Outlaws in DeJesus. Two outs here. Patton at bat. He'll foul the first one back. Four. Strike one. Well, the clouds have dissipated here, and it's turned into a beautiful evening here at the ballpark, 0-1 pitch. That one downstairs. That'll take us to one ball and one strike. As we're just shy of 8:30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you, by joined by Grayson Smith. 1-1 one, one pitch will be forthcoming. It's on its way. Swing and a miss. That'll put Patton down in the count at one ball and two strikes. Hopefully you'll enjoy tonight's broadcast. Be sure, if you haven't done so, like our Facebook page. Also, let us know where you're listening from, and hopefully that you enjoyed the broadcast. always like to hear from our listeners. And that's going to be hit off the end of the bat. A mile high coming in will be the shortstop. He'll glove it for out number three. And that will take us three up and three down. So we'll go to the top of the fifth inning. The Outlaws leading six to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
4: Attention, class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to state tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why state tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. America's veterans have always stepped up and made great sacrifices, but with the COVID-19 crisis, many veterans are struggling to make ends meet or get the care they need. DAV has helped ill and injured veterans for 100 years. But today, the need is greater than ever. You can help. Go to DAV.org to help provide critical support to veterans in need or to learn more about DAV's free programs and services supporting veterans.
0: We go to the... Top of the fifth inning here. Outlaws leading by a score of six to nothing. They've been able to score at least one run in every frame of our game so far. As it's Mizzou night here at the ballpark at Er historic Ernie Vivian Field here in Jefferson City. Yeah,
2: Renegades are still looking to put down their first one-two-three inning against the Outlaws. As like Blake said. They have scored at least one run in every single inning so far. Renegades have been able, to,
0: or have not been able to score any, as the Outlaws still lead 6 0. We'll send batter 7 8 9. That first pitch misses. As Lawson Berea steps in, he has a walk and an RBI single. One offering. He's going to show bunt, and he's going to. Run into it. Hear people saying he's out. It looked like he bunted it, and then it came back right up and hit him. They're going to say foul ball. (laughs) 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 The umpire says, thanks for your help, but I got it.
2: (laughs) He's getting pretty frustrated with the Renegade side right now.
0: Oh, That's a good laugh right there, so... They do say he fouled it off as the crowd and the renegades did not think that's what it was. 1-1 one, one pitch. That Ooh. went in there for a call strike yeah, was Frisbee into the strike zone. Yeah, it should have been. I couldn't tell if it did hit him not, if it did hit foul first, but it should have been an out if it did not because he did, the ball did hit him as he was running down to first base. He's going to hit a high fly ball into shallow Yep. A little closer than I thought. Doesn't leave the infield, and it's caught by cue holes, so that'll be out number one. But as the uh, as he was headed down to first base, he came in contact with the ball, and that is would have made him out. However, the home plate umpire said it was fouled first. Catcher, Kalen Protas- Protasky will step in. That's, that's two calls now, if I'm correct, that have been real close that he has called Foul balls. Didn't call that one foul. DeNoyer will run on, glove it, throw it to first. Got him. Good play. Tough play, but he was able to get it on the run and gets the 5-3 put out. DeNoyer charging in from that third base position. Center fielder Drake Angeron will step in from the left-hand side of the plate. He's 2-for-2 two two with two singles. Has an RBI on one of those singles. Also was caught stealing. He was thrown out at second base last time he was up. So two outs here. That one off of the wrist. I think he may have been. Of Cloreau. May not have been the pitch he was looking. For, yeah, for, for, I agree. I think he got Clareau. crossed up. He was. Yeah. That's a better word. Yeah. He was looking to go one way and it caught him. I think on the wrist, but I think it hit mostly the glove or that strap he's got around his wrist. So Claro will dig back in, says he's fine. One oh pitch. Misses, ball two. And he is framing he's so good tonight, but he's just knocking the strike call. So two balls, no strikes, two outs here as Fontenot trying to make it a 1-2-3 inning. Chopping ball is going to go to Keelholz. Long throw to first. Did not get him. Aww. That was a tough play. That took a high hop, and it was a long, long play. It had to wait. It took a while to develop. So that'll be a single. So Angeron is three for three with three singles. Now back to the top of the lineup, right fielder. And Caleb First Take. First pitch in there for strike one. He has a three for three night as well. So no balls. One strike, two outs here. Runner on first base. one pitch. That one misses downstairs. Called ball one. One ball. One strike. So we play here in the top of the fifth inning. Six to nothing outlaw score. 1-1 one, one pitch on its way. That one upstairs and inside. I'll take it. Two balls, one strike. Runner on first base. He'll take a healthy lead over there. Hautinol looks in, gets the side he wants, shakes his head. Runner's going to go to second. They'll throw that down. Claro has him, oh, and they're going to say he's safe. He just got under the tag. That's like their gazillionth stolen base of the night. They're exactly like you said. They are aggressive. That looked identical to the play the previous inning where he was thrown. He was caught stealing. Just got him. Under the tag. So he slid in under the tag. But does even the count at two balls and two strikes. Fontenot trying to get out of the inning here. Facing one more than the minimum. He'll step off. Outlaws leading six to nothing. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here. Runner on second base. Fontenot will check the runner. Now throw home. That one misses low. That will take us to a full count at three balls and two strikes. Fondo will look back in. Six runs on nine hits and no errors for the Outlaws. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So we'll do the full count again. No runs, two hits, one errors. For the Renegades. And these sound, the sound effects are definitely upgraded since the last time I've been here. So, what happens when you miss a week of play here. Uh, yeah, I guess I miss a lot. But Fontenot looks back in. His payoff pitch will be forthcoming. Runner on second base with two outs. That one in there, there called is. strike three. And that will end of the inning. As finally they got a zero up for the inning. As no runs scored in the inning. Still a six to nothing score as the Outlaws leading the Renegades by a score of six to nothing. We'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines and they are the first step that lets us get back to the things we miss most, like spreading the word without spreading concern, girls tripping instead of solo sipping and talking smack with a side of mac and cheese. It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad
0: Council. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning as the Renegades will send hitters 6, 7, and 8 to the plate. They'll be led off by left fielder Tommy Reather. Joseph Keelholes, the shortstop, will be in the on-deck circle. And then on deck will be third baseman Seth Denoyer. I want to remind everybody, the uh, Renegades Kids Camp, the baseball camp, will be coming up. That's scheduled for June 29th, 30th, and July 1st. It's 9 to 11 each day here at Vivian Field. It's $25, and for that cost, your player gets uh, high-quality lessons and instructions for the 2019 Class 3 High School Baseball State Championship head coach, also Renegades head coach. And Mike D'Amelia, also Renegade's players, will be on hand, too. Reather will show bunt, and that pitch missed everybody and hits the home plate umpire in the mask. They show on the board that it's a strike. So everybody's going to walk around, give the home plate umpire a chance to regather himself. So be sure and sign your kids up for the kids' camp. Chance to have a lot of fun, have fun with other campers. They get to learn from the uh, coaching staff and the Renegades players. So what a great opportunity, just $25. dollars Oh, one pitch on its way. That one fouled mm-hmm. off. Fulton on that breaking ball. Yeah, just a little bit behind it, so it'll take it to no balls, two strikes, no outs here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. Here at historic Ernie Vivian Field in Jeff City. Reather has to protect the plate now. 0-2 pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. Four strike three. Well we're now in the bottom of the fifth inning and he is still putting down hitters left and right. Seventh strikeout of the game. Shortstop, Joseph holds. he will step in. He had a walk the first time he was up. It was a four-pitch walk. So he will step in from the left-hand side of the plate. One out here. First pitch to him, chopped foul over near the first-base dugout. So he'll be down in the count. And no balls in, one strike. Keelholz digs back in. His parents have, as far as I can tell, not missed a home game yet. Had a chance to visit with him several times, so they're sitting back to my right. Pitch downstairs. Take it to one ball and one strike. DeJesus still on the mound for the Outlaws. Keelholz steps back in. One-one count, one out here. That one inside. Backs him off the plate. That'll be two balls and one strike. As we play here with the Renegades batting in the bottom of the fifth inning, they trail six to nothing to the Outlaws. The Outlaws have been on a tear here as of recent. 2 1 offering on its way. That one hit a mile high. And the first baseman's going to come in on it. And he displays it. (laughs) The Q Holes is going to be down at second base. And he had a chance to even take third as there was nobody over at third base and the first baseman could not glove it.
2: (laughs) That thing was quite literally a mile high. First First, baseman just overran it.
0: Yeah, the first baseman, what, runs in two-thirds of the way to home plate, if not more. So third baseman Seth DeNoyer, he will step in. We're going to have a conversation on the mound, so I'm wondering if... The Jesus' night is not going to be done.
2: I'd be surprised if they took him out even after that. He's been dominating all game. Just like you said, Mustangs, or excuse me, not the Mustangs, Outlaws have been dominating all game also.
0: Pitching coach will come over and have a conversation. He'll head back to the dugout. does look like there is somebody down in the bullpen for the Outlaws. Not actively pitching, but he is standing down there either ready or soon to begin his warm-ups. So Seth DeNoyer steps in. He's 0-for-1 with a 4-3 put out and a hard-hit ball to the second baseman. Runner on second base, one out here. Time called. Keelholes has second base occupied for the Renegades. Jesus looks back in. Now he'll step off. So He's not getting the signs that he wants. And talk to the baseball for a minute. Now he's back and he's ready. your steps in right-hand side of the plate. Jesus checks the runner twice, his first offering. That's downstairs, ball one. All that buildup for ball one. One ball, no strikes, one out here. Big cut and a miss there. And I'll take it to one ball and one strike. Kill holes at second base. One out here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Outlaws leading six to nothing. And all your dicks back in. One one pitch on its way. That one in the dirt. And that gets by the catcher. And Keelholz will jog down to third base. So he'll be standing at third base trying to get the first run of the game for the Renegades. Denoyer ahead in the count at two balls and one strike with one out. He is 0 for 1 in the ball game today.
2: See if Denoyer can put the ball in play and that can potentially score a run for the Renegades.
0: Still hoping to get their first run as they have a chance 90 feet away. 2 1 pitch, fouled back. Big cut. It's all leaving the count of two balls and two strikes. One out here. As catcher Alec Clareau in the on deck circle. So a new set of baseballs brought out to the home plate umpire. Everybody's stepping back in here for the 2-2 offering. holes at third base, Denoyer a bat. One out. He'll foul that one off, so we'll do it again. Denoyer putting up a good battle.
2: Just looking to put the ball in play and score that first run.
0: Build some momentum for the Renegades. Wind again picking up just a little bit. It's blowing left to right. That's blowing straight in from left field. So, two balls, two strikes, one out here. Runner on third base. And Noyer at bat. He's battling with the Jesus. Time called. Noyer will step back in. This will be the sixth pitch of the at bat, forthcoming. 2 2 pitch. Swing and a miss. That'll be out number two. Now stepping in will be catcher Ale Cloreau. He is 0-for-1 with a strikeout. So he will step in from the right-hand side of the plate. He is 0-for-1 with a strikeout in today's game. As a runner on third base, that's Q Holes after he got a double and moved over to third on a wild pitch. First offering, Drops in for strike one. We've seen the Outlaws make some magic with two outs
2: for them. Let's see if the Renegades can do it themselves. It'd be a total shame if they aren't able
0: to score this run from third. Leo one offering on its way. That one inside. Evens account count at one ball and one strike. Curl will dig back in. pitch on its way, and he'll foul that one out of play down behind the first-base dugout. So that'll put him down on the count at one ball and two strikes. Clareau digs back in. Again, two outs here, bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades trail six to nothing. That one's going to be fouled off again. Almost the same place, just not quite as high. So it'll still be one ball and two strikes with two outs here. Kuhl's standing out at third base. He does not want to get stranded out there. To Jesus, long look in. 1-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Four strike three and that will end the inning. Well, runners stand on third base. Renegades unable to score as they trail six to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of renegades baseball here on the show me Sports Network. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands.
5: Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information visit cdc.gov/covid19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
1: This is my husband, Alex Hesse. Alex is about 2 weeks away from coming home. Yes,
5: yeah, up on the bomb. Lost my legs and left hand in an the explosion. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned.
3: Look at that smile! You did it!
5: Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
0: new pitcher on the mound for the Rittigades, trying to double-check to see who that is. Second here while I look at the roster. From Topeka, Kansas, I thought that was Seabock. Yeah,
2: so did I. I just had a brain fart. I couldn't remember his name for a second. But it's hard to forget that interesting pitching
0: windup that he has. Seabock will be on the mound. He definitely has a very unique pitching style. Sealbach from Topeka, Kansas. He's a right-handed thrower, 6'3", 190 pounder He's a junior at Chowan. He comes in with a record of 0-0. He has an ERA of 14.40. He has pitched in four games. Has one save, five innings of work. Four strikeouts, five walks, and surrendered eight hits along the way. So stepping in, we'll lead off with hitters two, three, and four. That's shortstop Logan Klein, as he is 0 for three on the night. He is flown out to right field, flown out to first base, and hit into a fielder's choice, a six-three fielder's choice. So he. Is on the schneid from the plate tonight. Seelbach has entered the game here. First pitch is a ball from Seelbach. Seelbach again comes in here in the top of the sixth inning. Next delivery from Sealbach. That one outside. That takes us to two balls and no strikes. Outlaws leading six to nothing. As we play here, just shy of nine o'clock at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Sealbach's next offering. That one in there for called strike one. That'll be two balls, one strike. Line for the outlaws, six hits. Sorry, six runs on nine hits and no errors. Renegades, no runs, three hits, one error. 2-1 so count. Sealbox next delivery. That one in there for called strike two. So Klein hasn't even count out. Two balls and two strikes. Nobody out here sees the first batter here in the top of the sixth inning. Outlaws leading the Renegades six to nothing. Two two pitch on its way. That one misses. So that'll take us to full at three balls, two strikes, no outs here. Line the first batter that Seelbach faces in the inning. Payoff pitch. On its way from Seabock. Long look in. There's the pitch. And a a bouncing ball hit straight up the middle. It'll get through for a single. So Klein will have a leadoff single. He'll be standing on first base. Stepping in now, first baseman Jared Toller. Outlaws have now hit double digits on their hits for tonight. As they have still six runs on ten hits now. Bowler has an RBI single, a fly out to left field, and walked. Be a good time to see the double play here. First this pitch from Silbach outside, ball one. Makes me think of, uh, if we see a double play here, we'll donate 99 99 Normally that goes to Cardinals care, but be donated to Renegades Baseball. Have to decide what the ninety nine ninety nine, it might not be dollars. Runners gonna go to second, Cloro's gonna throw down, and throw is not quite on the money. So they say that (laughs) he is safe. I guess the throw was a little better than what I was expecting it there. From here it looked like it was gonna one hop to Keelholz, who was covering the bag, but LaRoe actually threw a bullet down there and was in a good position. These Renegades fans are
2: not very happy with the umpires tonight. They have very clearly showed their expression.
0: Runner on second base. That's Klein. 1-1 offering. Downstairs. Mall two. (laughs) So Klein standing at second base. No outs here. Two balls, one strike. That's Toller at bat. He is one for two on the night with a walk. 2-1 pitch. He's going to hit that foul. I think rocketed down towards the bullpen for the Outlaws, which is down the first baseline. So Seelbach wiped the perspiration off his face. He'll look at the runner at second. He'll look in. Get the sign from Claro. 2-2 offering. On its way, checks the runner. Checks the second time. There's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three. That will be out number one. Designated hitter Sam Golden will step in now. He's had an out at first unassisted, a fly out to first base, and he had a walk the last time he was up. So we play here in the top of the sixth inning.
2: Just thinking about it, you were saying earlier how there's a chance for a double play. I'm not sure there's ever going to be a double play with the Outlaws as as they've been running like crazy tonight.
0: His first pitch is taken for a strike. Yeah, they've definitely been aggressive on the base path, which is also why they have the six to nothing lead and why they run ruled the Mudcats. Twice this week, they run ruled them in two different games by 16-6, to six, I believe it was. That pitch swung on and missed. I was chatting with the play-by-play broadcaster for the Mudcats last last night before our game. It's not been an easy road stretch for them as they only picked up one win. They had five or six games on the road, did the Mudcats. 0-2 pitch, forthcoming from Seelbach. Went on its way, that went in the dirt. Claro will keep it in front of him. I'll take the count to one ball and two strikes.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a shame. Renegades are losing right now, but I mean, you gotta admire the aggressiveness by the Outlaws. They've been they put themselves in a good position. Tonight. They've had stellar pitching from DeJesus, the and they've had great base running. Get them to six runs on the night. I mean, they're just they're playing good baseball tonight. It's just not in the
0: Renegades' favor. One two pitch on its way. That one inside evens the count of two balls and two strikes. One out here, top of the sixth inning. The Outlaws leading six to nothing. They do have a runner on second base. Golden steps back in. Sealbach gets the sign he wants. 2-2 2-2 pitch on its way. Runner's going to go to third, and that one's going to for sure be foul as that hits off the left ankle of Golden. He's going to feel that one tomorrow. So Toller will jog back to second base. So we're just past 9 o'clock here. At Historic Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City, Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. 2-2 pitch on its way. That one's going to be a hard-hit ball into center field. They're giving Toler the go-ahead sign as he's going to come across for an RBI, and now it'll be a 7 nothing lead as Golden gets credit for a single and an RBI. Still one out here as we play in the top of the sixth inning. It is a 7-0 score. Outlaws leading the Renegades. Runner on first base, that's Golden. He just picked up his first hit of the night. Big cut and a miss there by left fielder Ethan Ellis, so he's down on the count at 0-1. He will dig back in on the right-hand side of the plate. One offering on its way. That one upstairs. Ellis had to bail out of there and just crumples to the dirt. I think what got Seelbach distracted was Golden took off for second base but did not finish there as he reverted back to first. He will take a healthy lead over there at first. Ellis has a 1-1 count. One out here. Sealbach looks in. Pitch outside. i will take it to two balls and one strike. Sealbach trying to work out of this jam that he's in. He'll look in. Gets the sign. Checks the runner at first. Golden takes a healthy lead. Ellis digs back in. 2-1 pitch, and a high fly ball is going to be hit towards shallow center field. Keelhole's going back and makes the basket catch. Wow. He made it. Well, he didn't make it, I guess. I thought he did.
2: Oh, he dropped it? I totally thought he made that play. I didn't see that ball fall at all.
0: What's that bounced in? He got it on the second bounce. Well, definitely couldn't see it here. We were screened off. I thought that was an over-the-shoulder grab by Kuhls. Tough play for him, though. He had to run clear out to shallow center field from his shortstop position. So third baseman Brett Weimers will step in, two on. Nobody out here. First pitch to him. He's going to hit it off the end of the bat. Clareau's going to go back to get it. He's going to run out of play. Sounds like they might need some roof work here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Was that clanged off the roof that is above our heads? So Weemers has two on, one out here. He's down in the count at 0-1. Outlaws have already played at 1. Linked in their lead at 7-0. Seabock looks in, 0-1 delivery. That one in there for called strike two. Seelbach will tow the rubber again. He'll have two on here that he's trying to keep where they're at. O2 offering forthcoming from him. Weimers at bat. He'll foul that one off. So it'll still be 0-2 count. In the on deck circle. Second baseman Lawson Faria. He has a two or he has a one for two night with a walk. Weimers is 0 for 2 and been hit by a pitch. Seelbach checks the runner twice at second. Now the 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Blew it by him for the second out of the inning. That was a spicy meatball indeed. So second baseman, Lawson Faria, will step in. He's walked. Had an RBI single and flown out to a shallow left field. That was caught by q so two on two out here as we play in the top of the sixth inning. Seabock gets the sign he wants. He's set. His first offering on its way. That one in the dirt. Thoreau keeps it in front of him. Nobody's going anywhere. Thoreau doing a nice job behind home plate tonight. He has kept most everything in front of him. So one ball, no strikes, two outs here. Faria at bat. He's going to hit a chopper, and that's going to be taken by Keelholz for out number one. <laughs> As he throws to first base, Keelholz flips it to deal. He was trying to turn a 6-4-3 double play, but they only needed one out. So that will end the inning. However, they were able to put up one run. In the inning, we'll pause to be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: Military life can have its challenges, but
5: sometimes veteran life brings more. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Greg Gatson, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Today, I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and public speaker, and I never tire of standing tall. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory is just being the best that I can be. Support more victories for veterans. Go to dav.org.
4: Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces, and trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services. A program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org.
0: A new pitcher on the mound. You see if that's a 13 or a 19. 19. Well, he said 19, but I think that's 13. Well, if it's 13, that is Joseph Wapole. If it's 19, that's Masayuki. That's definitely 19.
2: Based on the pitching warm up, you see that out of. Asian-born ball players, you see a little
0: weird leg move that they have. So if it is 19, that is Masayuki Mar- Marush hosky Maruhashi. Maruhashi. Well, my butcher job's done for the night, so... <laughs> so far, I haven't seen him hardly get any pitches to his catchers. There's been at least four of these balls come back to the backstop, Samaru so Hashi, he is from Japan, he is a right-handed thrower, he's a sophomore at Highland Community College, enters with a record of 1-0, he has a, a 0.0 ERA, he's pitched in one game, had two innings pitched, with one strikeout, one walk, no hits issued. Him down in my scorebook real quick. Caden Deal steps up to the bat. Haru Hashi on the mound. Yeah, stepping in will be top of the lineup in one, two, and three. That'll be Caden Deal. He has struck out twice for an 0 2 night at the plate. Well, he's going to foul the first one off. So it'll be down to the count at 0-1. The count'll be no balls and one strike. Maruhashi on the mound for the Outlaws. A pitch downstairs, ball one. So i leaving the count at one ball and one strike. One a one count, two deal. He'll show Bunt, pull it back, take a strike. A deal has a one-two count. So he leads off the bottom of the sixth inning. The outlaws leading seven to nothing. A pitch downstairs. That'll take it to two balls and two strikes. he will dig back in. 2-2 pitch. On its way. He's going to hit a bouncing ball to the first baseman. He'll glove it, step on first base. Four out, number one. So center fielder David Dell, he will step in now. He has a strikeout and a single, but was caught stealing in the third inning. Dell will dig in from the right-hand side of the plate as he's a one-for-two night tonight, looking to make it a two-for-three night. Big cut and a miss there for strike number one. He was swinging for the fences there. Yeah, Marahashi bringing the heat there. Ooh, right past him. Next offering from Maruhashi outside. Even's the count at one ball and one strike. One one pitch on its way. That one downstairs and low. Two balls, one strike to count. Maruhashi looks back in. Next offering, swing and a miss. Blew the uh, heater by him there, so it'll even the count of two balls and two strikes. A 2 2 offering on its way. And one inside, ball three. Dell staying alive. It'll be a full count here. Got three balls and two strikes. Our Hashi's payoff pitch on its way. Dell's going to hit a bouncing ball to the third Ooh. baseman. He'll glove it. Throw it to first in time. Four or five to three put out. That was a great scoop by the third baseman. Now stepping in designated hitter, Carter Meis. He is 0 for 2 with a fly out to a left field and hit into a 4-3 put out. He will dig back in. He bats from the left hand side of the plate. So the first offering to him will be forthcoming as we've got two outs here in the inning. First pitch, that went upstairs, ball one. Maruhashi on the mound for the Outlaws. He'll get the sign. Next pitch on his way. Swing and a miss. That'll make it a 1 1 count. He's trying to break the goose egg on the scoreboard that the Renegades have. offering on its way. That one outside. That'll make it two balls, one strike. Arahashi just threw his cap off, too. He's got quite a... uh, You were talking about his leg action there. He knocked his own hat off. (laughs) Two balls, one strike pitch. That one's going to be a chopper hit on a bullet to first base. And it will be another unassisted out at first base, so that'll be three up and three down. We'll go to the top of the seventh inning as we're still at a 7-0 score. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
2: After I came home from Iraq, I could still hear the booms. Makes it hard to be a good mom.
5: As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there.
2: I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran.
5: DAD helps veterans get the benefits they've earned.
2: Thanks to DAV, I was able to begin to heal.
5: With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small.
2: My
3: victory is being able to be here for my children.
5: Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
3: Extinction is forever. To save America's most iconic and imperiled species from extinction, we must fight for their future. Fight to save the natural lands that wildlife call home. Fight to limit pollution. Fight for smart development. Fight for their future.
2: And fight for ours. For so goes nature, so goes us.
0: We go to the top of the seventh inning. As the Outlaws lead by a score of 7 to nothing, they will send hitters 8, 9, and 1 to the plate. They'll lead off with their catcher in Kalen Protaski. Protaski is 0 for 3 tonight, has a 1-3 put out, a strikeout, and a 5-3 put out. He will step in from the right-hand side of the plate. So nice hand given to the winner of the 50-50 raffle, donated it back to the team. Sure helps go a long ways, helps supporting the Jefferson City Renegades team. See box still on the mount. Kortaski digs in. First pitch upstairs. Ball one. So one ball. No strikes. No outs here. It's the first batter of the inning. That one fouled off. But I'll take it to even count at one ball and one strike. So Pro Tasky will dig back in. He's catching tonight's game, so he's been behind the plate all evening. 1-1 pitch on its way from Sealbach. That one outside. That takes it to two balls and one strike. It's a uh, get the lines in a minute for you. Protasky digs back in. He's ahead in the count of two balls, one strike. Sealbox next offering is going to be hit to Denoyer at third base. He'll glove, throw over to first, and oh. Anderson could not hold on to it, it as a low throw popped out of his glove. Protasky will be standing on first base with a leadoff hit. For the Outlaws, they have seven runs on, 13 hits, no errors. For the Renegades, uh, no runs, three hits, one error. Center fielder, Drake, and Garon at bat. A pitch outside. Makes it one ball, no strikes. One runner on, nobody out here as so we play top of the seventh inning. Here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. In Jefferson City, Missouri. 1-0 pitch on its way. That went inside. Tried to take off my head.
2: <laughs> I did not see that ball. I did not either. Whatsoever. It was right in my face. I thought, I thought Claro caught that ball. And all of a sudden I just see it bounce up by your face.
0: So Protansky goes down to second base. That hit off the shin guard of Cloreau and careened our way. So thank goodness for the net in front of us. Anger on as a runner at second base now. 2-0 pitch from Seelbach. That one downstairs in the dirt. Ball three. D.J. Seelbach on the mound for his second inning to work. Outlaws leading 7-0. That one upstairs. Four ball walk. So anger on will jog down to first base. We'll go back to the top of the lineup. As right, fielder Caleb Fierstake steps in. He's got a three for four night. He has three doubles, including one of those with an RBI and a strikeout. So if he hits another double here, that's going to score at least one run, if not two. A pitch outside, ball one.
2: Renegades can just go for the triple play right here. I don't know if you saw, but you see Yankees turned their third of that. the season. I did see that. That's pretty crazy if I say so myself.
0: The one zero pitch on its way. Ooh. Found that one. back. just nicked it, but it'll be a strike. Even the count of one ball and one strike. We need to find a uh, double play sponsor to donate to the renegades like the Cardinals do. One one pitch on its way. Momentarily, seal will step the runner at second. Now his pitch, that one again, swung on and missed. That'll be one and two the count. They used to also have have a donation to Cardinals care if they had the triple play. Might have to be something we look into for next year.
2: Yes it. Yes.
0: Sealbach will look in. Check the runner at second. Look back in. One-two pitch will be forthcoming. It's on its way. That one down central for strike three. That is out. Number one. Well, no more triple play, but I'm just fine with the double play. So shortstop Logan Klein will dig in. He's had a fly out to... Right field to fly out to first base, hit into a fielder's choice, a 6-3 fielder's choice, and had a single last inning, stole second, and was able to be driven in from second base on an RBI single a couple batters later. That one called, for strike one. So Klein down in the count at 0 and one No balls, one strike, one out here, two on. A pitch downstairs. That'll make it one ball and one strike. Runners at first and second. Sealbach again looks a long gets a long look in. He'll check the runner at second. And he'll deliver to the plate. That one upstairs. A little chin music there. He was looking for a close-cut barber shave there. That'll be two balls and one strike. One out here, two on. So we play in the top of the seventh inning. Klein, a windmill, is bat around a few times. I'll take one more for good luck. Now he'll cock the bat and be ready. Sealbox, next delivery. That one inside. That'll take it to three balls and one strike. We're hearing 930 here at the ballpark. Outlaws leading 7 to nothing. 3-1 pitch on its way. That one fouled off, so we'll go full. Three balls and two strikes. Seelbach takes his time getting back on the rubber. Has a runner on first and second. Outlaws leading seven 0 nothing, but do, do have one out here in the top of the seventh. Klein at bat. Payoff pitch from Sealbach on its way. That one in there for called strike three. Go. Back-to-back strikeouts looking. So now we have two outs here. In the inning. Stepping in now will be first baseman Jared Toller. He has an RBI single flown out to left field, a walk, and a strikeout. So he is one for three with the walk. Two on, two out. Pitch to him in the dirt. Claro keeps it in front of him. Toller picks up Clarot's mask. He'll step back in. One ball, no strikes, two outs here as we play in the top of the seventh. 1-0 offering on its way. That one outside, ball two. Designated hitter Sam Golden in the on-deck circle. So 2-0 and 0 the count. Seal Walk, trying to get out of the jam. He's in. Got the first two on, and has since retired the next two batters. 2-0 pitch on its way, and a high fly ball is going to be hit towards left center field. Coming over for it is Reather. He's going to make the grab for out number three. As Toller gave it a ride but couldn't get it out of the ballpark, and that will take us to our seventh inning stretch as we'll go to the bottom of the seventh. You're listening to Exclusive Coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. To me, the most important thing about being in the human race isn't winning. It's participating,
3: living life to the fullest. Emphasis on living. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Untreated hearing loss affects our mobility. It increases the risk of falls by 50%. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. I
5: left the military with a traumatic brain injury. I came home to fight depression, anxiety, and alcohol. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Adam Greathouse, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. With DAV's help, I've built a new life for myself. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just experiencing life. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
0: I was just surveying the field there. I don't see a pitcher out. Looks like they're going to have a new pitcher in the ballgame. Maruhashi's night's done. number's that one. So let me get the roster pulled up here and I'll tell you who the new pitcher is. He's wearing number six, I can tell you that. I at least had that right. Couldn't tell if it was six or nine. So that'll be Clayton Saporito. Get him entered into my scorebook here. Saparito he is from Columbus Kansas been there several times he's a right-handed thrower a sophomore at Crowder College so he enters having pitched in three games has no wins no losses a 3.00 era he has pitched nine innings had six strikeouts four balls uh, four walks rather and uh, he's had seven hits he's given up so he enters the game here in the top of the seventh inning. The Renegades will send hitters four, five, and six to the plate. That'll be first baseman Hamilton Anderson, yondeck Circle, Andrew Patton, right fielder, and then left fielder Tommy Reether will be the three that they'll send to plate. Hamilton Anderson will walk in. Said first inning to work here for Saporito. Hamilton Anderson digs in. He is 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout and a flyout to second base. First pitch outside and low ball one. The 1-0 pitch on its way, swing and a miss. It takes the count to one ball and one strike. As we said here at the ballpark, it is Mizzou Day. I remember the Tiger was here. I think he since went back to rest up as it was a hot one. That went upstairs to two balls and one strike. Truman the Tiger was here. Same with the Alumni Association. Some other people from the university swinging a miss, four strike 2 that They'll take us to two balls and two strikes. So we play here in the top of the seventh inning. Sorry, bottom of the seventh inning, top of the seventh inning. Only one or two frames that the outlaws haven't scored in. And there's going to be a hard hit ball to the shortstop. He'll glove it, throw over to first, and get the out in a 6-3 put out. Round number one, they said the Outlaws have scored their seven runs, and they've only had two zeros on the board in the frames tonight here as we play in the bottom of the seventh. Right fielder Andrew Patton, he steps in. He's had a strikeout and a flyout to the shortstop. So first pitch to him, that one upstairs had to bail out of the way. Saporito had that one get away from him. Again, he'll take a look in, get the sign he wants. 1-0 offering on its way. That one hit him. So Patton is hit by pitch. So he will trot on down to first base. <laughs> so left fielder Tommy Reether, he'll step in. He had a single and a strikeout in the game so far.
2: Just overheard a fan saying, "Nowhere near Brady Boss." Boss has
0: had twelve hit by pitches this season. A team leading, mink leading, mink leading, hit by pitch. So Reether digs in on the left hand side of the plate. Runner on first base, one out. First pitch taken for a ball. The outlaws leading seven to nothing. Here as we play in the bottom of the 7th inning. That one outside. Ball 2. So Reether ahead in the count at 2 balls. No strikes. One out. We play in the bottom of the 7th. 2 will pitch on its way. Foul that one back. I'll take it. We got the left arm of the catcher with that foul-tipped ball. I'll give Grotaski a chance to shake it off. Home plate umpire will clean off home plate. He doesn't quite have the uh, same tool they do to start the game with the big toothbrush. He just got a little brush. His is about six feet shorter. Easily. We have timeout called. Of course, it'd be kind of hard for him to operate behind home plate with a six-foot toothbrush hanging out of his pocket. Two balls, one strike, one out here. Next pitch on its way. That one misses the outside corner for ball three. Aretha ahead in the count at three and one. Patton standing at first base. After he was drilled at his at-bat. That one walked him, so... So, Reether will jog on down to first base. Patton will go to second. Shortstop Joseph Keelholz. he's had a walk and had a double. They're going to have a conversation on the mound right now. So two on and one out here as Kilholz will come into the left hand side of the plate. Said he's got a one for two night. Sorry, yeah, one. A, he is a one and one. I'll get it right in a minute. Looking at the wrong <laughs> line. He's had that double and a and a walk, so he's one for one. Got a little dust storm. I know, the fans sitting down the first base line just got a face full of dirt. <laughs> Wind swirling here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Been windy all night. Feels good. First offering to Keelholz, he's going to hit it on the button to the second oh. baseman, and they're going to get a double play, not only in the inning. As he hits it on the money, And it is caught by the second baseman who flips it over to a shortstop to get the double play. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. We worked our
3: whole lives to save just to spend it on time with these two, filling buckets of memories. This is what makes life life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Because even mild hearing loss doubles our risk of dementia. Yes, dementia. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. If you are struggling to afford your Internet bills during the pandemic, there is a temporary government program that may be able to help. It's called the Emergency Broadband Benefit, and it provides up to a $50 monthly discount on your broadband bill to qualifying households. Find more information
1: about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov broadbandbenefit or call toll free at a
0: 8- in here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field as the Outlaws leading by a score of 7 to nothing, They'll lead off with their hitters 4, 5, and 6. That's designated hitter Sam Golden. So he will lead off the inning here for the Outlaws.
2: Golden wearing number 40, batting right-handed, leading off the Outlaws. We still have DJ Seelbach on the mound. Right-hander is going to throw his first pitch. It's
0: going to be about a foot in front of home plate for ball one. Golden has hit into an out at first base, unassisted, flown out to first base, had a walk and an RBI single last time he was at bat.
2: Still a 7 nothing ball game as 1-0 pitch to Golden. It's swung on and it's hitting to the right center field gap. And that's going to get past the right fielder, Andrew Patton, as Golden's going to make his way to second base. And he's still chugging, but he's going to stay put. as throw goes over the cutoff, man. But Golden's going to stay put
0: at second base. He hit that thing on about, the nose. Yeah, about as hard as we've seen a ball hit here in this ballpark. And it goes up to the fence. Left fielder in Ethan Ellis. He will step in. He is three for four. He hit into a 6 3 put at his first time at bat. Then he had a double to left field, an RBI single up the middle, and followed that by a single up the middle in the sixth inning.
2: So yet another extra base hit for the Outlaws, as they've been racking them up tonight. As first pitch to Ellis is swung on, fouled straight back. And if I was the catcher, Alec Clarot, I'd be on my, not my heels, I'd be on my toes because Outlaws have been stealing bases left and right. Clareau's gotten one of them, but they've also moved up on a couple ball calls. Sealbox, box 0-1 pitch is a beauty for strike two.
0: Looked like it was going to graze the. Jersey, but slips in there, so a great movement left to right on that pitch. Yeah, that was like I said earlier, kind of like a Frisbee. move from one side
2: to the other. So he has Ellis down 0-2. Checks the runner at second. Has his pitch throws, and it's going to be outside for ball one. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Renegades have gotten a single one, two, three innings so far this game. They have either walked or given up a leadoff hit.
0: You're correct. They've had a couple of innings where they faced four batters, but haven't had any that were one, two, three.
2: One, two pitch from Seelbach. Swung on a miss. Strike three. Ellis goes down swinging for out number one. Yeah, not sure what he was swinging at there as Claro had to
0: dive to his right to get it. Looked to be a good slider just outside the zone. Third baseman Brett Weimer steps in. He hit into a 5-3 out. He was hit by a pitch, hit into a 6-4 out, and struck out the last time he was up. Weimers wearing
2: number nine, batting from the right side. So there's now one out in the inning. Seelbach, Seelbach, throwing his first pitch. It is outside in its pass, his past. Corral. runner's going to move to third base and Golden. So an easy way for the outlaws to advance the runner. As there's now. Yeah, they'll take that all day, every day. Yeah, as there's now a runner on 90 feet away at third base. Seobach <laughs> held the Outlaws scoreless in the last inning. He's going into a little bit of trouble now as he has a runner on third base. Second pitch to Weemers is outside for ball two to make it 2 and 0. Allies have scored in every inning in this game besides, I think, the fifth and seventh inning. They've
0: also kind of bounced around. It's one run, two runs, run, run, two runs, Mm -hmm. no runs, one run, no runs.
2: Next pitch taken low for ball three. As Weimers has a 3-0
0: count. Thirteen hits in the ball game for the Outlaws, just three for the Renegades. So three-zero 3-0 pitch. It's taking outside ball four. four Four-pitch walk from Seelbach. Seelbach trying to work that outside corner again, trying to get the movement on the uh, ball to go left to right, which is he's done that. It's just can't get it across the plate when it breaks for the outside. Second baseman Lawson Faria will step in. He has a walk, and RBI single, fly out to the shortstop in shallow left field and a 6-3 put out. Faria batting from the right side, wearing number eight.
2: Bounces his heel, takes first pitch for a ball. So Golden still at third base. Weemers at first. Runners on the corners, one out. Renegade still looking for the double play. As Freya pitches. I think pitch was taken for was taken for a strike, sorry. But runner does advance to second base. So yet another stolen base as umpire. I'm not sure what just happened. They changed that to a ball now. They end up calling it a ball, so runners on second and third. So a 2-0 count on Faria. Moves his bat, moves his foot. See, he takes the next pitch, and it gets away from Claro. As Golden's going to try and come and score, and he does. Slides in feet first. As Weimers also makes it to third base, and that's going to be an 8 nothing ball game for the Outlaws. Right,
0: that was just... A bad sequence there, bad break sequence for the Renegades as Wild Pitch ends up, didn't bounce back from the netting. And Golden able to take home on the Wild Pitch.
2: So now it's 3-0 and on Faria. 3-0 pitch. Taken for strike one. That was a beauty right down central. Yeah, it was right down the middle. He was, Faria was taken all the way. seal was bringing the heat there. So runner on third, Weemers. Three-run count on Faria. His next pitch is taken outside, ball four. And I was just wondering, but... Looks like we will see Mike Demelia go to his bullpen because that was most likely the last batter for DJ Seelbach.
0: He just had some unlucky breaks there trying to get that movement. He's getting the movement on his ball, on his pitch. It's breaking inside to outside, but just goes a little too far outside. So
2: we will have a new pitcher. He is wearing number 13. Amelia walks off the mound. Sealbach gave up two runs in his... Well, let me do my math. Two and a third innings pitched. This looks to me like Austin Brewer. 13, Haley. Oh, uh, it was nowhere close. As it's Haley pitching.
0: I'm still learning my players. And he entered the game in one of the games you were gone, and he was I, that wasn't who I thought was on the mound. And his mother, I think it was his mother, came over and corrected me. So I appreciated her doing that. Yep, number
2: that's thirteen on the mound. Caleb Haley
0: apparently wears number twelve. Yeah, I think they have some alternative numbers here on their white uniforms. They have the blue ones, the white ones, and the white or the yellow and white pinstriped ones, so they uh have some different numbers. I think maybe there's a jersey thief walked off with a few and over the past few years and so that's why they got different numbers for the different jerseys.
2: Haley is five ten, weighs two hundred and ten pounds. He is from Jefferson City and he is a freshman at William Woods. He has a 4.9 ERA in three games. He's pitched in 3.2 innings, three strikeouts, two walks, and he's given up seven hits. He last pitched on June 16th against the Mustangs. He pitched one inning, gave up two earned runs, three hits, and no strikeouts.
0: So catcher Kalen Protasky will step in. He's hit it a one-three put out, a strikeout, a five-three put out, and he had a single in the seventh inning. So
2: one out. First pitch is down the way for ball one. I caught Claro in the inside part of the groin. He's kneeling right now. He's gonna try and pace it off. We have runners on first and third at the corners. I believe runner on third is Weemers. Faria on first base. Faria, sorry, I cannot remember for a second. There's one out here. 1 0 pitch, taken inside for ball two. Renegades. Really struggle with their control tonight. They've given up walks, and when they haven't given up walks, they've given up a lot of hits. So there's been about 13, 14 hits tonight.
0: Is, uh has the possibility to send us home with a run-ruled game early. Yeah, with two runners
2: on, if he hits a ball in the gap, he's, he fouls that one off to the backstop. Since runners on first or third home, we could potentially have a run-ruled. Renegades still have no runs on the board. So they're trailing 8 to nothing. Haley delivers. Runner was going to second, but that's fouled off. That, ball to you by City Parks and that foul ball is brought to you by Jefferson City Parks and Recreation. So I'm going to repeat the PA announcer. Those guys is... Those guys, those guys are actually my boss. So I'm going to promote them well. Promote them well. 2-2 pitch from Haley. Swung on and missed strike three. First batter he sees strikes him out. So
0: now two outs in the inning. Center fielder Drake Angeron will step in. He had an RBI single, a single in the fourth inning, a single in the fifth inning, and a walk in the seventh inning.
2: He is batting on the left side tonight. Just two outs, runners on first and third. First pitch is fouled off to the left side. That one, you can see the moon tonight. Almost went to the moon. I, I love these new sound effects. We have now have a duck. So two outs. Haley throws over to first. He's get, he's going to make it to second base, and the ball gets away from Keelholz. Runner's going to score from third, and that makes it nine to nothing. Keelholes has struggled with the ball tonight defensively. He's let a couple get away from him where he should have made plays, but... Well scoreboard says ten nothing, but should be nine. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah, otherwise we'd be heading home now. So oh one pitch is swung on and miss, strike two. There they change it. So now there's a runner on second base, that's Faria. Who stole on the throw to the first. Next pitch is taken
0: outside for ball one. Haley had the right idea there on that play as he was expecting the runner to take second because a couple pitches before that they were trying, the, trying to steal second, but it was fouled off, so he threw over to first, but ball ends up into center field.
2: One-two pitch from Haley is shot up the middle for a base hit, and Dell's going to come and throw home. It's going to be
0: cut off. Runner's going to stay put at third. The uh, dugout for the Outlaws wanted him to go home.
2: Yeah, I don't know how good of an arm Dell has out in center, but he possibly could have made it home.
0: It would have been a close play at the plate, I think. Yeah. We'll go back to the top of the lineup. Caleb Feerstake, the right fielder. He has a double, an RBI double in the second inning, has a uh, double in the fourth inning, a strikeout in the fifth and the seventh inning.
2: First pitch is taken up high, breaking ball. So outlaws have now scored two in this inning. They lead nine to nothing against Jeff City. He's going to throw over to first. And I look back on it now. I was questioning Morrow, the starter in this game earlier, why he was looking at second base a lot with runners on. Now I see why. I mean, this team. I've said it all night. So that pitch is taken for a strike. <laughs> And runner's going to just jog his way to second base. That was the laziest steal of second base I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) He just tiptoed his way there. Like I was saying, they have been extremely aggressive on the base pass. Next pitch is taking high for ball
0: two. But I like the idea for Clarone and Haley not even to worry about him; just give him second base and move on. So there's now runners on second and third. The real concern right now is who's at and. Runner on third base. Next pitch is in the dirt. For ball three.
2: Yeah, next hit, next run. Could potentially end this game for the, the Renegades. We're only in the top of the eighth inning. As they can be run ruled. Teams in the Minkley can be run ruled if they are winning by ten. As next pitch is taken for ball four.
0: It's a late run to first base. I couldn't tell for a second if I was wrong. Logan Klein will come to bat now. He's flown out to right field, popped out to first base, hit into a 6-3 fielder's choice. He had a single straight up the middle in the sixth, and in the last inning, he struck out looking.
2: Klein now has bases loaded, two outs, first pitch.
0: Ooh, just low for ball one. As you said, the Mink League has a 10-run rule. We're pretty close to hitting that at 9 0.
2: 1 0 pitch is fair ball and. It'll clear the bases. Yeah, it's going to clear the bases. Two runs scored, and I think that might be it. Or are they going to keep playing? They're going to call time. I guess we will keep playing. The Outlaws now lead 11 to nothing. So first pitch is taken inside for a strike. This is the ninth batter of the inning here. Sorry, I fumbled on that call. I totally thought they were just going to head home. That was almost going to be like a walk off hit, but. It said we're still playing. It's 11 nothings Next pitch is grounded to DeNoyer, and he's going to throw it out to first base. So the Outlaws score, four runs in the inning. And it is now an 11 nothing ball game as we head to the bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades are losing chances of scoring runs. We listen to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: There's just something about music that stirs the soul, makes us crank it, let go and come alive. This is what makes life, life, right? Yet what if too much of a good thing today could make us miss out on life tomorrow? One in five American teenagers now has some type of hearing loss.
1: Loud noise is the most common cause. And these days we're plugged in louder and longer than ever. Let's hear for life. Turn the volume down.
2: Well, we head to the bottom of the lineup as Seth DeNoyer is coming up to bat
0: he's the 8th hitter in the lineup, he's 0 for 2 with a 4-3 put out and a strikeout Ollie Clareau the catcher will be in the on deck circle Then top of the lineup with Caden Deal
2: his first pitch is going to hit DeNoyer looks to be around the hip as early action started for the Renegades we're going to have a pitching change well, that was pretty quick decision as he threw his first pitch, hits the batter, and now he's being taken out of the game.
0: Well, that's what happens when you hit a player. Sometimes you get taken out of the game. Let's see who they're going to bring in. be a southpaw here. That looks like that's who's on the mound, doesn't it?
2: I would say so. That would be number two, Dustin Schrader. He is from uh, Bruce Broussard, Louisiana. He bats right, throws left, he and, his, and he is a sophomore at Western Texas College.
0: I can't pronounce that any any better, but I think you got to get the Louisiana roll in there. Yeah, sorry if I butchered that name.
2: Yeah, there's been a few of these players on here from Louisiana. Schrader has pitched two games. He has a 4.5 ERA. He has one save. He's pitched in two innings, four strikeouts, two walks, and one hit. And we have just reached 10 o'clock here at the ballpark. This game has officially been about three hours long. Been a long game tonight, mostly because Outlaws have just not quit with their offense. It's led to some long innings. And
0: yeah, we had uh, just about the quickest game we've had all season last night. Is we had our pregame. Well, I was flying solo, so I should say I had the pregame in, and the game was all done in under three hours. I'm still working on getting our games archived, but to uh, have a plan and just working on that, just haven't had. Uh, time to finish it up, but uh, we're on about third or fourth plan here trying to get the games archived, so I'm recording them, and I'll get them uploaded after the fact, but uh, uh, the system I use, it, it has a three-hour record time, so at about three hours in, I have to stop the recording, or it'll stop on its own, and uh, then start a new one, and so last night, we were just about six or seven minutes under the three-hour mark from getting pregame through our postgame show on the air.
2: So now we have catcher number four, Allie Clareau, up to bat. He is a nine-hole hitter. He's 0 for two, has two strikeouts. She's so he's going up against the southpaw Schrader as he has a very good fastball. First pitch is taken high and away for ball one. one pitch to Clareau. Big heats. He swung on and missed for strike one. See, we have listeners from all over the world right now. Yeah, Hawaii. Hawaii, and Aruba, Aruba, and Tokyo.
0: And over in Tokyo, Japan.
2: Honored to have you guys as listeners for having a fun night at the ballpark. Next pitch is swung on and missed for strike two. Plus, well, fun night for the outlaws, I should say. Renegades are struggling right at the moment.
0: Plus, well, so I'd say we're going coast to coast as we've got a listener in California. We have one over in uh, New York. So, and a whole lot of listeners in the Midwest.
2: So, one two pitch to Clareau, taken
0: inside for ball two. Hopefully, you're enjoying tonight's game as we just passed 10 o'clock here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. Don't forget, if you haven't done so, like our Facebook page. Just search showmesportsnetwork.com.
2: 2-2 pitch, taken up high for ball three. Renegades looking to, as Blake likes to say, break that goose egg. Yeah, there's a lot of zeros up there on the board. They have runner on first, DeNoyer, who was hit on the first pitch. The eighth inning, as Cloreau is going to walk on a pitch inside. So, first two are on. We go back to the top of the order in Caden
0: Deal. So, Deal has two strikeouts and hit in unassisted to first.
2: Deal batting from the left side. It's lefty on lefty right now. We'll see who wins this battle. But runner on second base, DeNoyer, runner on first, and Clarot. First pitch is swung on and missed for strike. One. Outlaws put up a four spot in the eighth inning. Went from seven to eleven. So they lead by eleven runs against the renegades. yell one pitch to Deal. It swung on a foul back right over my head. And that'll be strike two. As Deal is behind in the count quickly. On deck, we have number seven, David Dell, the center fielder for tonight's game. And in the hole, we have Carter Mize. 0-2 pitch to deal is taken outside strike three. He is pounding his bat to the ground. He is not happy
0: with that. David Dell, the center fielder for tonight's game. He will step in. He had a strikeout at a single to left field, then was thrown out at second base in a caught stealing play, and then he hit into a 5-3 putout. So he is oh, or 1 for 3 tonight.
2: Dell with a wide-open stance. Shakes his bat around, moves his arms. So he's going to take first pitch up high. Ball one. So now we have one out in the inning. Denoyer at second. Claro at first. First and second. As southpaw Schrader gets his sign, looks to deliver the 1-0 pitch to David Dell, the center fielder. And that's going to be a big swing and a miss for strike one. This guy has such an overpowered fastball tonight. So on deck, we have Carter Mize, designated hitter for tonight's ballgame. This so wind's blowing once again. It's blowing a lot tonight. 1 1 pitch to Dell, taking high for ball two. I
0: admit that breeze does feel good, though. Dell
2: shakes his bat. <clears> two <throat> one pitch thrown, taken for strike two. That was a beauty. That was a good pitch, right on the inside corner, down, down and in. Those are the types of pitches hitters love to hit. Dell takes that one anyway. As is now even count two and two with one out, runners on first and second. Southpaw is going to deliver.
0: Swung on and missed. Strike three. Carter Mize, the designated hitter. He'll step in. He's flown out to left field. Hit into a 4-3 out. And also hit into an out at first unassisted.
2: So first two for the Renegades. Got on base with a hit by pitch to the Neuer and a walk to Clareau. But Back-to-back strikeouts. There's now two outs with runners on first and second. Up lefty on lefty again to Carter Mize. His first pitch is taken for a strike. And even though Renegades haven't had many on base, they've left all their runners on base tonight. It's not a good thing if they leave these guys on right now. A one pitch by Schrader. Just outside for ball one. Prader is definitely bringing the heat tonight. He has a very overpowered fastball. He struck out both Deal and Dell on that pitch. Next pitch is outside strike two. So Renegades are one strike away from ending the inning. Hoping to have at least one run on the board. So they still trail by 11. 1-2 pitch Mize, Foul ball right off the net. On deck we have Hamilton Anderson, who's playing first base tonight. But one, two pitch to Carter Mize, the designated hitter, taken outside. Ball gets away from the catcher as Sennoyer and Claro are going to make it the second and third.
0: It was just a bit outside.
2: Just a little bit. went right off the glove of the catcher for the Outlaws.
0: It's tough and tough play, anyways. Trying to backhand that. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to do. Well, that's what I thought he did. Just rolled down the palm and back to the net.
2: Next pitch is fouled off again. Still a 2-2 count. At
0: some point, hey, we're going to have to search the net for who the manufacturer is, and I'm going to have to write them a very nicely worded thank you. <laughs> that I appreciate them making such a fine net here that we we'll use for the backstop.
2: Keeping us safe at these ball games. So two's across the board, two balls, two strikes, two outs, two runners on. As next pitch, breaking ball swung on and missed. Strike 3. And it looks like run rule will be applied as the Outlaws are going to win in 8 innings tonight as they beat the Jeff City Renegades 11 to nothing. As Schrader allows first two runners on in the 8th inning but strikes out the next three to limit the damage as there's actually no damage done as Renegades are shut out in eight innings.
0: Yeah, that just just a tough, tough team that they're facing in these outlaws as they knew that coming in. The outlaws are a formidable opponent for them to face, which is also why they're leading the South Division at a record of 8-6. and six. They're now riding a three-game win streak as they move to 9-6 and six on the season. The Renegades fall back to 500 at 7-7. Seven and seven. They're riding a two-game losing streak. So now they're a full game and a half back in the Mink League in that South Division race. They're tied up at one and a half games back also are the Bombers, so they're tied up with them, and that's who we'll face tomorrow night as we'll be on the road at Sedalia as uh, the bombers hosting the renegades in uh, that game at Sedalia. haven't seen either one of the scores posted from their games they were at Des Moines taking on the peak prospects haven't seen either one of those posted the uh, Corinda A's beat Nevada Griffins in the pardon me in the first game seven to four. No score, nothing posted for game two of their doubleheader. So both of those still trying to uh, see some scores on either one of those. But tonight's game just doesn't go in the favor of the Renegades as they put up a decent effort but just could not get past the uh, good pitching. And more importantly, not just the good pitching, but the good base running, the aggressive base running of the outlaws. Yeah, I mean, they just... They were fantastic
2: on the base pass tonight. Al Coro, the catcher tonight for the Renegades, I mean, he he did all he could do behind the play, and pitchers on the mound did all they could. But about any time there's a runner on first base, they they would steal on some pitch. And I know Coro got one person out, throwing out, but rest of the night, I mean, there's probably eight stolen bases tonight. I mean, they were running crazy. I've never seen anything like it.
0: Well, that's going to do it for our ballgame this evening as the Joplin Outlaws continue to roll as that puts them on a three-game win streak. Like we said, sole ownership of the South Division top spot as they move to 9-6 and six for the uh, Renegades. They fall to 7-7 seven and seven on the season. That's going to do it for our broadcast tonight. We are going to get ready to go home, and then we'll be back in action tomorrow as... We will be on the road in Sedalia as the Bombers will be hosting the Renegades. As that game set for a 7 o'clock first pitch pregame, should be right about 6.40 or so here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast. I know we had a lot of new listeners, and uh, we had quite a stretch there from Hawaii clear to Tokyo, Japan. We were covering Aruba and all over the Midwest from coast to coast, from California to New York. So had a lot of uh, new listeners in our broadcast, so we enjoyed bringing you the game. Hopefully you enjoyed the broadcast. As until we talk to you tomorrow evening from Sedalia, for Grayson Smith, I'm Blake Gazaway. Until we talk to you tomorrow, about 6.40 from Sedalia, so long and have a great evening.
1: You've been listening to the best game coverage in the main league on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bowls, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swannigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Car, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic. Jefferson Bank, B.E. Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball.